Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast for the 31st of March, 2015. Yes, Dodger. <laughs> you put your hand up. It's like, excuse no, me, teacher. It's because I was, I was clicking something with a flourish. And with then, a flourish, I see. Okay, yes, and then getting uh, into my, my, now. Oh, great, this my full attention pose. This it show has started the way that it means to go on with unprofessionalism <laughs> and production issues. Oh, there we go. Welcome to the Corruptional Podcast. We do occasionally talk about video games, folks, and probably also WrestleMania. That's going to happen. I'm sorry. <laughs> At least for five minutes. You, it took no. T- you were like, <laughs> I'm just going right I'm in. I'm gonna hold it in. I'll wait until you know nope. I'm prompted to go into it. It was just nope. Guys, WrestleMania. Let's talk yeah. about WrestleMania right now. The art mm-hmm. of teasing is lost. It's yeah. I'm, I don't have that. I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Complete lack of foreplay. Just going right in on this one with the WrestleMania, <laughs> as it should be. Our special guest for today's show is far more professional than we. That we can tell you for a fact. She pretends, nope. but she works nope. for like real companies instead of the fake ones that we do. No, nope. maker. It is. You missed the conversation while you were working. No, nope. <laughs> I guess I did. It was nope. muted. Julia Hardy, nope. welcome to the show. Hi, how are you doing? Uh, feeling good. It's it's been a while since I actually got to be on your show, which was fantastic, and now you get to be on ours. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do? It's far more important than what we do. So by all means, oh, I don't know about that. Wax I don't know about that. I don't know. Um, I I do a little bit of everything really. Uh, so I'm a video games journalist, but I do presenting as well. So I'll do stuff for Sky News here in the UK. I'll talk about gaming and tech. Um, I do a blog called Misogyny Monday, which where I take uh, the most offensive online comments that I have and. Uh, make fun of them which is useful and quite cathartic i imagine Um, it is absolutely (laughs) yeah it's pretty funny um yeah i do a little bit of everything so anything to do with gaming or tech i'm usually the kind of go-to girl so um what we were doing with you obviously uh was the we were doing a a documentary for radio one over here called rockstar gamers Mm -hmm. which was looking at some of the top youtubers and obviously professional gamers who make lots of money Playing video a games for a living. Amount. Let's just put a it that reasonable, way. well, come uh, on, is okay. Like for ga- games journalist standards, they are basically trumping. All of well, us. that that doesn't take much, <laughs> unfortunately. But, yeah, I mean, you know, like ten pounds yeah. would pretty much be <laughs> like twenty so bucks. Take ten quid for this article. Um, there you go. Yeah, pretty much a little bit of that going on over here. Uh, but yeah, so a little bit of everything, really. Yeah, uh, you know, usual freelancer. I basically just go where people leave piles of money. Yeah, good way to go. <laughs> I have yet to find those. <laughs> she takes me. them all. You Says the too face slow. of Because Julia always gets her first. Too God, slow, yeah. yeah. It's about speed and agility, <laughs> not <laughs> skill. Says the person that was dancing around in front of the Alamo with a laptop playing Mount Your Friends for money. Come on. Yeah. You and then I that. tried I tried to walk away in a mosey style, and everybody said it just looked like I needed to poop really bad. <laughs> I was like, but isn't, isn't that what a mosey skills. is? I assume that that a mosey is like the the wide leg walk, right? Is exactly. That- it's supposed to be like you've been you've been on the horse for too long, right? And then you're like you're moseying. But it's the same as if you crap crapped your pants, like you're walking yeah. and you don't want to smear it, right? Yeah, you yeah. don't I mean- want the poop to like get anywhere it's not supposed to be, so. That's well, the lot. Taking a, a turn quite quickly. This, this conversation <laughs> took a very interesting turn, and it's all Dodger's fault. Welcome to the show. Come on. Hi. Hello, I'm Dodger. Oh, gra- Grandma here. Dodger was... this week, by the way. Yes, yeah. Grandma Dodger. I was like, earlier today, somebody came to me and they were like, oh my gosh, you have the same hair as Hillary Duff. And I was like, I didn't know. So does that mean that I did it You're first? Did Hillary do it by... first? 
take take yeah. the credit. Take it. Thank take you. it all up. Yeah, it was me. I did it. There are worse comparisons. Inspired all of it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, in this light, it just looks. I lo- I look like a Grammy, which is fine because I also have. <laughs> My yarn right next to me. Random, why did you just randomly have joke? yarn next to you? Uh, yeah, but see, well, we were because... joking about this, and then there was just yarn there. <laughs> just yarn just immediately. Like, we were it's because I was making this blanket. Of course um, you were. And <laughs> before the gray hair, guys. Right, okay. I was make, Is that what caused making... the gray hair? Yeah, blanket. maybe. And then suddenly my hair became gray. Hmm. I don't know. They might be linked. Maybe not. But it's either possible. way, apparently it's all the rage, all the fashion, so... <laughs> Maybe it is. Did I mean, it. what wouldn't that be like a great revelation if actually knitting just made your hair gray? Not that you just happened to be old oh, when you got into fantastic. it. Fantastic. Scandal. Yeah, yeah. Scandal. <laughs> Scandal. Well, Scandal. it's been covered up by big yarn, so we have yeah. no idea. Big yarn is, is trying yarn. to take it down. They've got at least the half the senators in their pocket. You know, it's just disgusting. <laughs> Jesse, you're yep. not in a kitchen anymore in Britain. I'm not. Welcome. I got back to this brand new microphone just to let you know, I ain't going to say shit this podcast. I'm just going to sit here and read a book and let you guys talk because you're far more entertaining to me than I could ever be to you. So you just talk about your old women hair and your your poop walks and I'll sit here and not do shit because for once, I'm not going to say the offensive thing. It's going to be you and the internet won't yell at me. No one's going to yell at me today. I got back just in time to not be yelled at. Oh, should we talk about wait. bang boxes again then? Oh yeah, Look, let's guys, do that. Bang boxes. Uh, no. This is what we need. We, monthly monthly dildo boxes. Somebody needs to get on it. Oh, I was gonna say Not that isn't already a thing. <laughs> it but must be a thing, right? I, I have there to ask, like why a- would you need like that many? It really I don't know, different colours, shapes, maybe some glow in the dark, yeah. maybe some are for Sunday best, maybe are just regular <laughs> ones, maybe ones look like animals. I don't know. I mean I'm speaking from zero personal experience. Right, uh, yeah, of course, obviously. obviously. Yeah. Like literally none. Uh, so you know, maybe there's maybe there's ones that are so beautiful you put them on your mantelpiece. I don't know. It could it be is something possible. Yeah. You, could, you could have a collection, absolutely. <laughs> right. I mean, if you were if you were gonna sign up for the bang box, then yeah, you would definitely have a dildo collection. The art of the dildo, and it yeah. is an artistry. That they're, would be they're, the in, they're in glass cases. <laughs> My desires are unconventional, so show me. You just walk into the room, it's just dongs just, everywhere. It's like, oh, okay, everywhere. you were you were oh, being quite serious. I mean, All right. Is this that unconventional though? I feel yes. like you've built this up. Someone suggested schlong crate as a great term for schlong it. Crate. The schlong crate. That's maybe there should be one that's shaped like a trident. Just throwing ideas out here. Trident. Like a trident. I don't think that fits anywhere, Julia. I feel like. (laughs) Well, I mean, Marvel has been slacking off a bit lately, so I I suppose it would be DC. You know, Aquaman branded dildos. The trident, (laughs) perfect. Yes, actually. So you know. It's funny because Aquaman. Yes. Pretty wet. Hey, they. He comes. He he moistens. My God, I hate it's all of wet. <laughs> Jesse, God damn it! Oh my, this has started off in a very interesting fashion. It's a good job I've got this channel R-rated because I'd be in I'd be in big trouble now. Twitch is like, you're supposed to be talking about video games. We're gonna cut your stream off. Like, all right, okay, 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 we got it. Uh, uh, no, because she she said she said, oh no. You said Trident. Wait. You didn't say Triforce. I was imagining a Triforce uh, dildo. Which how the fuck would that work? work? That's why I was like, that won't go anywhere. That doesn't make any sense. No, but it, no, anyways. it doesn't. That's all. It was like, we could talk about a game dildo, but we didn't. No. 
Now we are. You can't shut us down now, Twitch. <laughs> now we're talking about game dildos. Saints Row 4. <laughs> Something like yeah, I've ne okay. You know, for obviously like Saints Row Three, they had uh, the uh, the dildo, but yes. they sent them all out to like all the big kind of journo outlets here in the UK, and I have never seen such inappropriate photographs on Facebook. Oh, absolutely! For like a week, it was disgusting. <laughs> oh yes, it's, as yeah. long as we don't get back to talking about the juicy penis controller once again. Then that's oh, fun. the juicy penis controller! <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, Thank you, that's Japan. My, that's my favorite thing. Can I tell you about the juicy? No, it is. We've, the we've already made technology. this joke. <laughs> you know this. Yeah, this is retreading well, the same ground. I, I don't know. I didn't think I was joking. I was waiting for it to come to America. I don't know. Zero I don't, jokes. I have a feeling that won't happen. Total interest in a controller that you control with your Wang. Sign me up. It's interesting. I've been reading a lot of uh, a lot of articles about. <laughs> I like, want to know where this uh, is Hang going. on. Hang on. <laughs> Yes. You've been doing what exactly? About wiener I've control? Been, I've been reading a lot of articles about VR porn and what that's like. Right. Apparently, it's the creepiest shit in the world. I imagine it would be. Well, because there are like... machines in Japan that they basically... Oh, wait, how far can we go on this podcast? We can go as far as you like. We can go anywhere. And they basically, yeah, like kind of masturbate you off, right? Pretty for, like, much, doing... yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that no, where are these give machines at? Hold give me a good phone. tug. Whoa, Hold you've been the wasting phone. Like, where are these life. machines at? You went How to Britain instead work? of Japan, Jesse. That was That's your first mistake. That's what the Juicy Controller is. You put no, your no, dumb no, no, no. It's, no, it's a, the these, Juicy like, Controller isn't designed machines? to jack you off, though. The Juicy Controller is actually designed to control machines? it with your penis. I know, but like eventually the Why idea is. Why are we skipping that... over the Japanese fuck machines? No, no, no. No, no, no. You can't move on from that. There are machines in Japan that jerk you off. <laughs> We are not moving on from this. I want to know. All right, all right. I assume. Would you, know you risk it? Would you risk it? That's the question. Like you don't know. You don't know yeah, what's in where, there. It could be I a little guillotine. It's like, where are these machines at? Are they on the street next to the beer vending machines? And the I can't imagine machines? that they would be. That's it. Just Maybe. walk up to. Are there Japanese men just standing on machines? Like I'm testing it out. It's like. Rah, rah, rah. Yeah. Is that the noise you think it makes, or is that the I noise the guy makes? makes? That was the best sound I've ever heard. Do that again. Rah, 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 that's the sound it makes. Wow. That's the sound. Sounds like a drunken Martian. That what you hear in your head? Because I'm sure it doesn't sound like that. How how else would a machine? Oh please! How else would a machine <laughs> that sucks you off make a noise other than? That's the sound it would make. I imagine they'd probably try and like have some. Am I the only one who thinks about this shit? Pre-recorded. It's not offensive. It's factual. It's scientific. If anything, mm -hmm. I should be credited for the creation of the very first Japanese sucking machine, and I feel like that's something. That we need to discuss in this podcast. <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome to the podcast. We talk about video games sometime. This started from a conversation about WrestleMania. <laughs> I want everyone to remember that. Thanks a lot, Vince McMahon. Thanks a lot. And we were before the break talking about sitting on Brock Lesnar's face. So you know there is that no, point. Okay, can I just explain the reason why this happened? Okay. Yes, because we we're talking about this is wrestling. actually far more innocent than it sounds. It is. So hold on. <clears throat> I was saying that I could sit on Brock Lesnar's face, but I meant it literally. That is terrifying! Terrifying! It's from uh, SummerSlam 2012. You could it's actually like, buy a steel chair. Did you steal, did you steal a chair? No, no, like, wait, let me, it's really heavy. If you, um, 
I got taken out. And uh, if you With sat the chair. Like, really, no, 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 no. Oh my chair, God! Sit, She's broken in half. <laughs> happened um, i don't know i him. turned into uh what's his face <laughs> jerry the king Lawler for like a <laughs> what the stone cold basically if you sat near the ring like if you're in the seats next to the ring you sat on those chairs and then you could take them home with you so that's awesome oh, sick. but i brought it all the way home i was quite impressed with that I oh yeah I, I, to be fair, if you got that chair you would go through heaven and earth to bring that fucking thing home that I is can unique. sell Brock Lesnar's face for heaven's sake. Absolutely, anytime you like, and he can't object. He has no rights. He can't because he's he has not real. No rights. He's a picture. <laughs> the picture has no rights. Welcome to the Corruptional Podcast. We occasionally talk about video games and WrestleMania. <laughs> Dear, let, let, I'm going on Tumblr and starting a picturist. Uh, who forum. watched WrestleMania? <laughs> Come on, Anti-picture who here watched TV. WrestleMania? Let's get it out of the way. I watched. I WrestleMania. didn't, but I saw all the Waluigi pics. <laughs> they were I, amazing. Oh yeah, Waluigi. <laughs> yeah. Um. What's his name from Giant Bomb? Dan Rickett. He's usually the one that goes on a very crazy rampage about wrestling. Uh, one of the one of the dudes from Giant Bomb was in the audience with a huge green sign that said Waluigi and got really? so much airtime. There were wow. so many pictures of him just Waluigi out. Of- Wait, I need to find it. It's oh. understandable because saying Waluigi is like one of the best things you can do Waluigi with is. number one. your voice. Waluigi. It sounds racist just saying it. It really it does. It does sound actually in hindsight a little bit Horribly racist. Horribly racist for no apparent reason. <laughs> I, I, we watched all six hours of WrestleMania, including the pre-show. The, which, wow. Uh, yeah, we, actually the time flew by. I was really surprised. I had no idea how they'd fill that much time, but they managed it. Mm. They managed it. They did drag out it. the bit... Uh, the bit where Triple H and uh, Stephanie McMahon did their usual we hate everybody thing, which pisses off the then crowd. they got beat up, and so that's They good. did by um, Ronda Rousey, who is, yeah. like, uh, I believe she's supposed to be the best female MMA star that exists. Like, she's wow. won so many titles. She's awesome. She comes off and, I- and judo tosses Triple H across the ring and then Whoa. puts Stephanie awesome. McMahon in an arm bar while The Rock mocks them. It was pretty fucking funny. <laughs> That's because they're in Fast and Furious together. Fast and Furious 7 this Friday. Is Best that why? Alright, okay. Oh, it is Dan. I had no By idea way. that they were both in the same. It was so always good. Dan Rickett. So yeah, good. okay. Fair um, enough. Actually, like, when I got taken out, it was for a, it was for a WWE, uh, WWE game and um, they did like a, a talk with like loads of the wrestlers beforehand. Yeah. And you know, normally you don't, well... I don't really watch wrestling TV, so uh, normally when you see them on wrestling TV, it's all the big kind of pomp and ceremony. And, oh, yeah, yeah, it's like, ah, we're horrible yeah, people. All, all this kind of stuff. But um, yeah. they were actually just cool, talking quite honestly and uh, opening about uh, openly about a lot of stuff, and they had uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin there. And it was really interesting because he was just talking about his career, and he said that when he originally started his career, he, he got quite depressed because he was just, he could see that he was getting slotted into this kind of background wrestler thing. And the, he didn't really a make jobber, him that basically. happy. Yeah. yeah, basically. And um, he just sort of got to this point where he was like, screw it, I'm just going to do what I want and mm. just go out and just be myself. At least then I can sort of feel a bit happier about what I do. And that was sort of the moment where his career sort of changed and turned and everyone kind of got on side with him. Yeah. And it's, it's funny because you think about other kind of sportsmen and, and stuff like that, where you train and you train and you get better, but there is this certain degree of like galactic council who kind of make decisions on your behalf then it's yeah. you know if you've got to go to the gym and spend all your time like training and stuff it's not just about getting better it's about getting better but 
you know, it's not necessarily relational to how well you do. And yes. that must be a real yeah. head, like, head That fight, is basically. really weird, isn't it? It's the the notion that you, you train for so long and then someone hands you the script that says you're going to lose this match. Like, it's got to be how depressing they- to be a jobber, to just be the guy that... They, like, they even cut off their ring intros half the time. You know, if they don't show the ring intro for a wrestler, that guy's about to lose horribly. He's, he's the red a, shirt. Yeah, he, he is the red shirt. <laughs> yeah. He's the jobber. He's the guy who's going to get absolutely destroyed. It's like, oh, it's... I have no idea who that is. Here's this famous wrestler that's about to completely destroy him. But I, mm-hmm. WrestleMania was surprisingly good. Like, the, the last few months of Raw have been really boring, unfortunately. And they did some really cool stuff at WrestleMania. They had, um, obviously, Sting versus Triple H was a weird thing to watch. Poor Sting. Like, He's so old. He's so he, old. He, he did some cool shit. Like, his, he sold it well. And, like, they had a really fun match. The fucking NWO showed up in Degeneration X as well. So you got Hulk Hogan ringside and everything. So that was really cool. They pretty much dragged out every old school wrestler they could. And, of course, the dumbest shit I've ever seen, which was them <laughs> shilling the new Terminator movie by having what? Triple H come out alongside four Terminators in this Terminator outfit with the skulls of Terminators on each of his arms. It was the stupidest thing I have seen. Like, what, did it just pay for the whole thing or something? I I assume it did. Yeah, it it at least paid for the tank that Rusev rode in on. (laughs) The Soviet-era tank that they brought out into the middle of the ring. That was interesting. Oh, man, they had all sorts oh, of cool God. stuff. They had a seven-man ladder match for the Intercontinental. You got to see someone powerbomb through a ladder from 20 feet up. It was oh, it was God. pretty great. Don't they all just, like, all their knees just get completely ruined? After I a assume few years. they do. Like, uh, knee injuries are, like, one of the most common things that really happen. Like, they often say, oh, he's out with, a, he's out with an injury. But knee injuries, yeah, they happen a lot. Because even get... like with the ring, you're jumping off like really high things on top of people. That's yes, going to be the one thing that's... like repeatedly, repeatedly. Yes, yeah. the, the whole thing is like, oh, you know, it's fake, right? It's like, yeah, well, yes, but, but the, the guy still powerbomb through a ladder. Really that's going to hurt one way or the other. <laughs> yeah. It's like that guy just went face PGI, first into yeah. those steel steps. It's going to hurt one way or the other, you know? It's <laughs> The results, in a, there's a great video out called Re- Wrestling Isn't Wrestling, which is absolutely worth watching. For oh, anyone that, this video. Yeah, yeah, that really just like kind of doesn't get it and doesn't get like the way that it's, you know, kind of a giant soap opera with a bunch of physicality in it. But oh yeah, we, we had a bunch of fun watching that. It was great. The battle royale was the stupidest shit I've ever seen. It's like we gotta put thirty people in the ring at once to see what happens. Like, all right. That's just ridiculous. Oh, that's insane. Oh, like, yeah. How are you supposed to know what the hell's going on? You don't. <laughs> you basically <laughs> rely on the commentators. Simple, it's they're, like they're, they're half of them are out instantly. There, secret yeah. sly ball squeezing. The, there's people yeah. just flying everywhere. Like it's just it's <laughs> like the Royal Rumble, except everyone's in the ring at once, which was just the dumbest shit in the universe. Uh, it it's great. Yeah. So I I had a lot of fun, uh, and I've been watching a lot of NXT, which is their development division, which is clearly better than everything else that they do because it's just a lot more fun characters. That and well, one of my favorite characters in there is from Newcastle, which is my hometown. So. Uh, what's his name? What's, yeah. wait, what's his name? I don't sound Geordie. I know that. Uh, Adrian Neville <laughs> is his name. Uh, Does he have he like a stage name or is that like his name? That, no, is they don't it? They don't use a lot of stage names in NXT. It's mostly uh, just, they just use real names for the most part. <laughs> but he's a, he's a high flyer. He does, cra- he does backflips and crazy shit. And his finishing move is like, a double front flip corkscrew splash like he he goes about 20 feet in the air and just like spirals down like a video game character it's incredible (laughs) 
Absolutely Don't you find it really awesome. disturbing when you meet people in real life who are basically like video game characters and you it sort of like they really messes with your sense of reality? Of like I don't understand. Like when you see people like doing really crazy like parkour flippy flips and you're just like it doesn't even make sense. I believe it's all imaginary. <laughs> yeah. How, how is I don't How do you do science. that thing that you yeah, do? Yeah, just off you go and you're like, "What? Come on, yeah. man, really? You're just It's like I can't even pull off a, a fatality in Mortal Kombat and you can do the shit in real life. This just yeah. isn't fair. Like I don't know. We should yeah, send them all to other. Wait, but okay, we missed all this? the parts where they fell on their face up until that point. True, in all the training moments center where they, where they hurt fucked themselves it up. doing yes. that. We missed that. We only saw the cool part. Yeah, so this is true. This is true. But that's yeah. But there's years of that, and you kind of need to see that. I actually went to a gymnastics class last week because I broke my rib when I was on holiday, and I'd finally got back able to work out. I was like, I've been meaning to go to this gymnastic class for ages, and they have like the sprung floors, and I was like, woo, mm -hmm. this is so cool. I'm doing like cartwheels, aren't I? Amazing. Totally spanked my ankle, like completely oh, sprained it. It went bright yeah. purple. No. Within 20 minutes of being there, I was like, and everyone's like, I've injured who's myself. This, who's this joker who turned <laughs> up for 20 minutes and then limped out like a complete you know, twat? I considered <laughs> buying a, a a trampoline at one point for for the backyard, and I realized I would kill myself. It's no, you know, I I would try some dumb shit and break my neck. It's just not yeah. even worth it. I used uh, to be full on trampoline crazy. I was out on our trampoline like yeah. every single day doing flips and shit. I was thinking about it the other day actually. I was like, I wonder if I could still do a flip on a trampoline, or if I would chicken out and be like, I don't want to hurt myself. It's so weird how when you're so a kid, you're totally just game to try things and yeah. then as an adult i'm like well but like i mean i don't want to hurt myself you know oh, i've just seen so many worst. live leaks of people know, hurting themselves this. on trampolines it's just awful but yeah wrestlemania was really fun i enjoyed it if you get if you have and i will show for them again i need to get them to sponsor the show i probably could we're gonna i'm gonna email them <laughs> after the show wwe network 10 bucks a month we got to watch the whole thing live when it usually costs fifty dollars to watch WrestleMania on. Don't do it! Now. Don't give away the cow for free, man. I'm <laughs> just saying, this is a taste. This is a taste no, of what no, I'll give no, you, no, WWE. No, no, no. A little slurp. Just, just the a taste would be the like, oh yeah, when we do the videos. Oh, are you going to be matching on Randy Savage? Is that? There'll be call out videos like, I'll see you this Saturday. <laughs> oh, we can do that. WrestleMania. I'll, yes, I, I, WWE, if you want to sponsor this show, oh, yeah, we got two sponsor spots available. Do it. No, but it has to be like, but you can't watch this weekend because you don't have the $10 a month subscription program. Brother. Yeah! <laughs> it went a bit so. piratey towards the end, but... Yeah, it's arr, arr, arr. Arr. Pirate Pete. Pirate Hogan. Is it's Can I be the little Hogan. kid who thinks wrestlers are really cool, but doesn't have the subscription. No, you're oh, Hornswoggle. Oh, man, I really wish that I could watch Triple H. He's my hero. <laughs> you are now Hornswoggle. <laughs> right? We'll do all the characters. We'll do all the characters. Yeah. I'll be Ric Flair. We'll come in. It'll be great. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Mind you, I only know characters from the late 90s, so don't. <laughs> I'll say, be both the Bushwhackers, so that's how it's going to be. <laughs> the Undertaker, he's still a thing, right? Yeah, he, yeah he was at WrestleMania. Really, really fun match with him, actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm still like trying. A wrestling kind of docudrama, you know, yeah. just with the voices, like a radio play that's uh, wrestling. Uh, that, I would, I'd watch, I'd listen to the shit out of that. Like, I, I downloaded that Total Extreme Wrestling game, by the way. I was, we were talking last week about actually creating a little series with all of us as fake wrestlers and storylines. <laughs> Unfortunately, I downloaded the latest version for the website. I can't get it to load for love nor money, so I might have to try the old version on Steam. It just, it doesn't load. I don't know why. So that's a bit disappointing. But that's a nice lead-in to us actually talking about video games. So let's games. do that. Games. Video, games. video games. 
So I'm going to actually say for once that I enjoyed an iOS game this week. Unusual, I know. Jess is going to get angry with just the mere mention of this. Final Fantasy Record Keeper. It is not by Square Enix. It's by Dina, uh, who are actually a pretty damn good mobile company. You might know them because they're the guys that recently just signed with Nintendo to make some Nintendo products for iOS. This game is a free-to-play game. It's The whole idea is that you are part of a, the record keeper in this grand library of all of the Final Fantasy stories, and they're all kind of in one place, but someone's erasing the past or whatever. So you have oh, to go okay. into the paintings to fight the battles with a custom oh, team of cool. Final Fantasy characters, and it's all about... Uh, it's all about battles. That's all it is. Like it's it's active time battle systems are very similar to Final Fantasy VII. Everything's in pixel art style, which looks kind of like Final Fantasy IV. So that you've got like Cloud in the pixel art style, which is really cool. And you collect characters and you fight bosses. It's got daily dungeons. It's got super hard elite dungeons and all sorts Ooh. of things to fight. You gear up your guys. You level them up. You collect new characters. If you have characters that are from that universe, they get an experience bonus. So you take yeah. Cloud in to go fight in Final Fantasy VII and things like that it's yeah. and it's free <clears throat> and the free-to-play model it uses a stamina bar which is usually an instant turn off for me the stamina bar is actually really fair like i can't run it out like i've tried it's it's possible but you get so much stamina so regularly that it do, it's not like a problem like unless you want to play for literally hours and hours and hours at a time but yeah i don't know jen's complaining it's easy that's because jen hasn't tried any of the daily dungeons that destroy you on the first fucking wave it's the the basic <laughs> stuff at the start is quite easy you can you can run a lot of it on autopilot but after that when you start fighting bosses you've actually got to think for yourself so it's that actually sounds a lot better than the title the title makes it sound a lot like it's gonna be this like really boring yes. bureaucratic like actual filing it's, or something yeah. <laughs> it's basically papers please in the final fantasy universe that's how it is oh, it's like you're just collecting from what yeah. from if you go to the ios page it just looked like you were collecting the old uh fmvs yeah like it's not like how it is. Yeah. yeah that's what it looked like and i was like pass i don't give a shit so, no it's, it's try it. you should try it you should try it out it's i wouldn't put any money into it because i think the only thing they sell is they sell uh kind of what are basically lock boxes which is my weakness i keep me away from lock boxes i keep buying them what's in the box what do they what's give the you uh, they give you items uh and like the, the the current promotions like you can get the buster sword which is super powerful and all that stuff but they're like three bucks each not worth it mm. just no uh, you yeah. get a daily relic draw but for free so no <laughs> you don't need them you just you just kind of uh, unlock <laughs> things all the time so but it's it's i mean it's free it's worth a shot right you know it's on ios it's not it's not bad it's called final fantasy record keeper and it's actually pretty fun at least in my honest opinion so there's that oh hold on time time here's how you determine if it's a good game okay okay can you suplex a motherfucking train in that game i hope so i hope the train suplex battle is in there because if not, uh, if Saban and a train do not exist in that game, and you cannot combine them to form Abort. a train suplex, Abort. that is the shittiest game. That is the most legendary battle in all Final Fantasy. That better be in there. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't found it yet. But if it's not in there, I will be very disappointed. Is that suplex battle in theater rhythm? Because no, no, like, they didn't put the suplex like the train in there. It's like they refuse to acknowledge the fact that a man <laughs> suplexed a train in one of their games. And I will not let it This stand. is not that canon. Is it's like, moment. no, no, it is canon as fuck. And you are going to deal with that. Super canon. Get out of Absolutely. life. Absolutely. 
no doubt. Julia, what have you been playing this week? Oh, well, actually, to tell you the truth, I haven't been, well, I've been playing some Call of Duty because I feel like I should. I, I host yeah. a, a lot of esports events in the UK, mm-hmm. so I feel like I need to kind of stay, stay on my Call of Duty thing. But actually, in terms of, I do like a series on YouTube called I'll Play Any Crap, where I find the worst games that I can Well, find. that's straightforward, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I need I to do. actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like, seriously. <laughs> that's XBLA. a good brand name. Is an inexhaustible supply of some of the shit. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, so I've been kind of running through some of them. Um, <clears throat> what was the one um, I played like really recently? Um, like the, the first one I ever did was called uh, No Luca No, which okay. is basically about a guy trying to eat his cereal, and his cat keeps trying to eat it. And this actually makes it sound a lot better than it is because it's just like a single <laughs> background. You know the background picture ones that then mm-hmm. it has like a cat that like comes in, <laughs> but the cat doesn't move. It's just like a just a static picture, and then the guy's like, No, Luca. And then the cat comes back. He's like, no, Luca. And that's literally it. That's the first one I did. Oh, wow. Like You've played about half of the silver dollar games that exist. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, play Try Not to Fart. We... That's actually quite fun. To be really? It's like, it's like Twister, but with your controller, it's impossible not to fart. Okay. <laughs> um, Tokyo Hosto was amazing. I actually played that all the way through. That's probably one of the only ones that I played all the way through. Okay. Because, What's that uh, all about? Okay, you're basically a male host in Tokyo, and your idea is to become the best male host in How Tokyo. has Dodger guy... not played this yet? This well, is see, a Dodger the game. The, the, the guy who does the voice is obviously trying to be Zach uh, Brannigan from um, Futurama. He's okay. like, hey, or like his boss is like, hey, what's your name? You're, my name is Homo Trish. And you're like, it's just really weird and well, just really, well, really well, odd. Well, but, well, yeah. Well, <laughs> His yeah. name is Homo Trace. Well, his name's Homo, or like that. Your name's Jason Trace, and it's like, why is he called Trace? It doesn't make, make any a, sense. First off, that is an amazing name. That is wow. A, they misspelled infamous. Name. That's uh, just... I'm looking. I'm looking at the uh, part one on your channel. It's like the infamous with an M. I'm like, you what, mate? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, that was actually quite funny because my, my whole shtick behind the series is that I never pay for any of the games. I just play through the trial period and oh, then turn it off. That's that's a good oh format. That works. <laughs> I'm not paying 69p. Have you seen some of the games? They are awful. Absolutely. You can't <laughs> reward them. Like Wait, If you encourage the their behavior, they'll do it more. Don't. Um, Tokyo Hosto. It's really good. It's actually really fun. This is the, that guy's me, I'm one of the least gay people in all of Tokyo. Do you know how many women I've hooked up with? Many. Practically all the women in Tokyo. Okay, I'll play this just for the dialogue. This is fucking hilarious. It's the funniest thing I've played in the whole series. It's so funny. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, I mean, there's so many um, like text adventures and stuff like that. You know, where it's like you get like a, a shot of like a woman in a bikini if you buy yeah, the full version, a lot of and that. you're like, yeah, uh, text adventures I can't do because then you're just sitting there reading, and it's just it doesn't really yeah. work so well. Is there, does he have a bad tan? Can we go back to his image? What is going on with him? I his shading. I'm not his sure. Chest, is there something like he must wear gold chains when he tans? Because there's a weird I, line right down the a middle. Lot of, there's a lot of kind of homo homoerotic overtones in that game. Okay. It's um Go on. Yeah. Go on. Well, well yeah, that, no, that's, that's a Dodger game. It. Right there. Yeah. Like Dodger now knows what our next let's play is. There you yeah, go. I'm on it. It's so funny. Yeah. It's so it's like you don't even have to say anything over it. It's just really funny. You're like, what is this? <laughs> just play it and let it speak for itself. Yeah. <laughs> Give something enough rope and uh yeah. yeah. But the funny thing was, yes, yeah, so I think one of the guys from the company contacted me. He was like, Hey, you played my game, and I was like, Yeah. <laughs> that's was, true I, 10 out of 10 I did that thing yes 
<laughs> that is true. Yeah, I hope you have no follow-up questions to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Yeah. But I think it's sort of, It's almost a little bit self-aware. So some of the others are just awful. There was like uh, one which was called. Was it like who's the daddy? And obviously they'd made this game. I think this is a silver dollar one as well. Oh, they'd made God, this probably. game. And it was all about promiscuous women. Right. And then I think. And then I think they'd sort of been told afterwards that they maybe had to like tone it back a bit because it was just literally like the, the game was about this girl was so drunk she couldn't remember who the father was. So you have to wow. basically play this game of like uh, guess who, oh but with like um, Jesus. I mean, really? it's, it's, they're like, it's not about that. No, it's not about that. And you're like, yeah, this is clearly what you wrote this story as. Because she's like, I was so drunk last night. And then it's about who's the dad? You're like, lying. <laughs> Quite but obviously she's... what the story is. Yeah. That is yeah. a lot of stock yeah. photos. That, yeah. for some reason, is a man <laughs> in what appears to be a Spartan uniform. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> I've, I've made... What? I've maybe spent too long in the nether regions of uh, XBLA. I think I feel Someone's like my perspective on life is uh, slightly it's jaded. The daddy Master Chief, maybe. <laughs> I was so drunk, I don't know. I don't know. That appears to be Edge from Edge and Christian. I was just like, probably not, though. I thought it was Fabio. I don't know. Yeah, some of them are really quite creepy. And you're supposed to you know she'll say, oh, I think he was kind of tall, and I, I reckon his hair was brown. So it's, yeah, it's like, guess who? But with, yeah. That's, really a, gin that's a ginger mob boss right Wait, there. What? Just... <laughs> what the fuck? The variety of men that she slept with that night are wow. amazing. Could be anybody. Like... She doesn't even have a type. No. She was just like, I need it. That appears uh, my, to be my, the my star of Mad Men. Box didn't arrive this week, so I just need. I it. know if she had a bang box, she would be fine. We wouldn't have any of these problems. Sign up to Schlongcrate <laughs> today. Sounds. Oh, yeah. somebody somebody sent a link to uh, the actual Sex Toys monthly box. It's oh, it exists. Un yeah, it's called Unbound Box, but I think it's specifically for women. I think it's only like I, well, sex most toys of them are. Like, frankly, the sex but... toy industry is not catered to men very well. I've got to say. We have built-in sex. Toys. What are you talking about? There's flashlights. What more do you need than <laughs> flashlights? That is. That seems like it would be the biggest waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> The amount of energy that would have to go into that is just too much. Well, you gotta <laughs> clean much. them. Like, those things have gotta be terrible. Like, how do you, you clean to, something like that? All sex toys have to be cleaned. Things you use to clean the milk bottle. Really you know, the little spiky thing that you. The put. little. Oh, you get one of those. All right, just <laughs> whack. <laughs> That's still too much. It's too much effort. Oh my too god. Too much effort's going into that. Yeah. That, <laughs> too much. Oh my. So yeah. Unbound box. Unbound Get box. Unbound. Right, that's Everybody. a thing. All right. That's who you need to be sponsored by. Come on. Now. Absolutely. Right? I think Twitch won't Don't allow worry, us to do that. You're thing. in a box. Yeah. Just for you and your family too. <laughs> no, not them. No. We do not endorse that. This is. Some of the items you get are interesting. I'll give that. I didn't actually look at it. Wait. Okay, tell, one, tell one, us. I'm not showing this shit. No, one but is you called, can tell us. One's called the Jimmy Jane Hello Touch, and you what? strap it to your wrists, and then it has, like, vibration things you put on your fingers, so you look like you're, I don't know, from the future. Edward's, and... Edward Wiener hands of his. <laughs> Literally, yeah, and here it goes. It may look like something out of Minority Report, but Hello Touch won't turn your partner into a sexual precog. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm sold. I'm sold. I'm super sold oh on this website. God. The writers okay. here get me. 
there oh, are there are God. two boxes. There's the box for couples, okay. and there's the box for just you, for right. just like women, a right. solo Sweet woman. Dog. Yeah. This is how this is how I do it. <laughs> <laughs> Orgasm incoming for sure. <laughs> I then, see then, this when, in the future. When the moment arrives, like a wooden ball just drops out with, with yes. your name on it. <laughs> Excellent. I've done my job today. You put in a little thing and you're, you're done. <laughs> done. Tom Cruise Tom Cruise shows up and he's like, good work, partner. <laughs> well, we crashed the website. Congratulations, guys. Oh, good. Yes. No unbound box for you. <laughs> oh, my oh, sexual God. precog. Seriously. Oh, oh that is the first and last time you will ever hear someone say those words together. <laughs> Oh, I'm literally crying. Oh, <laughs> masturbation report. Okay. All right. Holy shit. Uh, um, man, and I was going to talk about my Star Destroyer, but, you know, and that's not a <laughs> euphemism. Is that what you call it? Does it have a name? Uh, yes. I mean, you call it the, the, the HMS Victory, I think. But it, no, it's, no, it's an actual Star Destroyer. There we go. It's like. <laughs> No, I'm afraid not. We don't. We don't have a sex toys and Star Destroyers. Uh, Star Star Wars Armada, the Final Fantasy, uh, the sorry, Final Fantasy what? Fantasy Flight, a uh, new miniatures Best game just over. came out, and uh, that's the star. That's the victory Star Destroyer you get with it. It's pretty fucking Ooh. awesome. Victory uh, class start. Well, the, it's just the first wave. Player. They're gonna release better ones later. Uh, you might as well have an interdictor. That's so stupid. That uh, interdictor is uh. very useful. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You can use it. Oh, I have gravity wells my ship. It's no Imperial class Star Destroyer TV. No, it's not. No, it's not. But that's what you start with. It's the start. That's set. for the nerds out there. Yeah. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> oh, please. You don't need to be a nerd to know what an Imperial class Star Destroyer is. That's like basic nerd 101. Come on. I think you do. I think there's a fine line between like, oh, yeah, Star Destroyer, and then knowing the classifications of Star Destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's a difference. Oh my. As a person with a very loose understanding of ships, yes, <laughs> I will back that up for Jesse. Is it the pointy one? There was a pointy yes. one, and there was like, the one, the one that's kind of like... They're all the pointy ones, out. really. All the Star Destroyers are pointy and it, to their the own degree. stuff comes out of this side. And, oh, yeah. and then it goes, like, and then, yeah. Then like a poo, Those ones? But mouth, yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, got little ones. balls on it, you know, and it's pointy. The one, the one with the balls. It's got the balls on it, yeah. <laughs> and then they shoot the balls, and the balls explode. <laughs> and then you know, bad the one with the balls happen. is is the is is the is not that no. Nah, you've got you've still got the balls oh. on the Imperial class. That's the shield generators on the top. They blew them up with an A wing. Remember? <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about the gravity wells. <laughs> no, 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 not interdicted gravity wells. No, 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 something completely different. Different kind oh, of balls. Sorry, you get so, your balls no, no, all tied up. Talking it got about deeper. The, the unbound box. box. Yes, that uh, that yeah. may have been <laughs> possibly deliberate. I, sexual precogs. <laughs> Our cruisers cannot handle firepower of this magnitude. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh God! Oh, this this whole entire conversation was a trap. Holy shit! Oh, <laughs> All right, other video games. Yeah, other bad. video I'm games. Sorry. Come on. We're only thirty-eight minutes in this podcast. It feels like we've been going. We've talked all about day. like one video game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god someone please what have you been playing this week somebody i don't care who at this point <laughs> i have well i have another like creepy weird game oh god if we want to just get them all out if we want to just get fine them all let's out just now. get it all out in the first hour of the show go on go on so um i was talking with laura k <laughs> oh no <laughs> i was like laura what you this been is playing? gonna go badly 
And she was like, I played a game called Anne Hathaway Erotic Mouthscape. What? I need to write this down. Whoa, I feel whoa, 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 whoa. What's the name? It's called Anne Hathaway colon Erotic Mouthscape. It's a I assume the colon is a colon and not a colon, right? Not a colon, colon. Okay. Mouthscape. Mouthscape. Erotic Mouthscape. An erotic mouthscape. Okay, all right. Tell us what. So please describe this. It's a text. It's a text game. It's entirely words. Uh huh. Um. So really, you could call it more of a visual novel. Right. Um. Where you are, you are a uh, like a sex gremlin that lives inside of Anne Hathaway's mouth. What? I don't know how else to explain it. I don't. Weird. No, you do. Please. <laughs> what? What? What is the goal of it exactly? Um, I mean, there really isn't a goal. It's just like it's explaining um your feelings as the sex gremlin that lives in Anna's mouth. <laughs> um, so, if that sounds like a thing you want to play. <laughs> So, um, I played that. It doesn't take long. No, I guess it doesn't. (laughs) Jesse, come back. Don't leave me alone with these people. There's that. Well, that um, website's also down now, so thank you, yeah. Dodger. You crashed the game site. <laughs> You'll never know what happened after you banged her tooth. You'll never know, those of you who got that far. <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> so, yep. I also played some more Final Fantasy fourteen. All right, okay, fair enough. Uh-huh. I'm like pretty close to max level. Uh, That's feeling pretty fast. good about it. Still loving it. How, well, it's only uh, how max did, level is fifty. How long did you start this thing? Like, usually it takes a lot longer than that to get to a max level in an MMO. Uh, I started it. How long ago did I start it? Three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Yeah, you started talking about Catboys three weeks ago, and then it just never yes. ended. <laughs> I think I think it was like three weeks ago that I started. Mm. Yeah, so I'm 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 getting there. I'm like, love. Am I level forty four now? I think I just hit forty four. Okay. And max level is fifty. Yes. So you're pretty close. Um, but with the expansion, it's going to be ten more levels, so it'll be max level sixty. I When's think. When's that coming out? In next month. Wait, Heaven's Ward. (coughs) Heaven's Ward, when do you come out? When do you come out, sweet, sweet child? Oh my gosh, cats. Calm down. I know you (laughs) fucking love Final Fantasy like I do, but shit. June. June, okay. I lied to everybody. June 23rd, apparently. So says chat. There you go. Yeah. 
So, but you're still enjoying that game. You uh, you don't find it oh, yeah. grindy. I watched you heal in a dungeon, and and I also watched you get kicked into the lava. That was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed that greatly. Fuck you, Titan. <laughs> yeah, there's um, man, Titan does this this thing where. He just like slaps you off of your your floating rock that you're on straight to your death. Yes. And if you're not like, it's not that you have to be out of the way of like the zone. It's like you have to be pretty far away from the zone for it to not affect you at all. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I got you did. You got flying into the lava. It's like congratulations. You've experienced what a dungeon boss does. <laughs> yeah. It's like fuck. I do like. I am starting to feel more and more of the pressure of trying to be a healer in a dungeon and like not let everybody down. And that oh, kind yeah. of sucks. Oh, so. it's high, high pressure. Anyone that says it's just about pressing one button, healing is a pain in the ass. It's fun though. It, I don't know. I I still enjoy it. I'm just realizing like the and this makes sense. But the higher level that I get, the more things that I need to be keeping track of and yep. like. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of enough. pressure. It's a lot of pressure, yeah. yeah. A lot of pressure. Um, raiding and such is uh, <laughs> is a tricky concept for a lot of people. But no, I, I still don't feel like the game is like... I don't know. In comparison with EverQuest, like original EverQuest, this game does not feel grindy at all. No, well, so, like, that's pretty much every MMO in existence now doesn't feel grindy <laughs> compared to EverQuest. Yeah, that's why... That's why because EverQuest is the only other MMO that I put a lot of time into. So when Jesse's like, it's really grindy, it's a grindy piece of shit, I like don't... I don't feel that. <laughs> You know, so I've but, known grindy, and it's not this. Exactly. I've known grindy. Oh, I've known the grind. You think you understand the grind? <laughs> I was yeah. born in it. Molded I was. It. I was born in the grind. Indeed. I also I played uh, Ordi in the Blind Forest. Finally. Ah, yes. How 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 much of that have you played? Um, I got up to the the water. I don't, don't want to, like, that? spoil shit That's about it. That's definitely but... further than I got. Oh, really? It's, like... It's a platformer. Like, I have... It's beautiful. In. It is beautiful and gorgeous. And, like, the mechanics are all really solid. And it's also a platformer. That's the problem I have with it. I just... Yeah. I, it's very... I have to I have to force myself to play through <laughs> platforms because I just don't enjoy the genre. And Ori has right. not convinced me otherwise. And that's unfortunate because, um... Uh, what was... What's the, what's the name of it? Uh, Guacamelee is quite oh, yeah. similar to Ori, obviously without the mm. cuteness, but it was all the wrestling moves and the really awesome combat and the crazy dialogue that kept me going through that. The fact that I was being lectured by a goat on new wrestling moves and things like that. <laughs> You're that like, yeah. okay, goat, sure. Yeah, Whatever absolutely. I'm fighting um, the armies of the dead and the goat is helping me. And, did but, you um, ever play, um, what's it called? Is it like Lucky Lucky's Tale on uh, Oculus Rift? I have like not had a chance to. Okay, so it basically it's like, he looks like Tails, obviously, from Sonic right. the Hedgehog. Sure. And I'm not a big fan of platformers as well. I get really bored really quickly. Mm -hmm. But actually, I played through that and it was really, because obviously it's three-dimensional, but it's still a platformer. And yeah. it was really fascinating because you obviously had virtual reality uh, making, like, I was like, what is over that bit over there? I actually want, want to, to get explore. up to that point to go and have a look around. And it was really interesting. And I thought, you know what, actually I would probably play through that whole game. And I was quite surprised because I'm quite anti it most of the time. But yeah, maybe we should try that. Yeah, 
I, platformers, I get so many of them in the email. Like, I get about 10 platformers a week from various indie devs. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I wish I enjoyed this genre because yeah. I'm probably not going to cover it. <laughs> uh, I need to, I still need to cover <clears throat> Ori. I feel bad for not covering it because it is gorgeous. It's it such a beautiful a game. Beautiful game. Absolutely phenomenal yeah. looker. There's no doubt about that. I love the dynamic backgrounds. The, the amount of detail, the amount of animation and mo momentum and motion they put into the backgrounds is very unusual. Even in these kind of two and a half D, three D rendered uh, yeah. platformers, it's gorgeous. Everybody told me because I played it on stream, and everybody was like, "Oh man, you're gonna cry!" And I was like, "Psychology here would dictate that maybe I won't cry because I'll be prepared to cry." And typically, yes. like yeah. crying is something that has to sneak up on you, yes, and you don't does. have yeah, to be yeah. super aware of it. You know. Yeah. Totally cried. Totally cried at the beginning of that game on stream. And I, I was like, oh, no. I, I, I mean, I, I got a bit of the kind of uh, the misty eye about it. But simultaneously, I felt like it was that opening was very, very contrived because it literally mm -hmm. made no sense. So I, it's like, OK, he's, he's dead now. All right. Um, why? Why did that suddenly happen? He's clearly got plenty of body fat. He'll be fine. You know, what's, what happened here? <laughs> I wonder if there's like if it tells you later why exactly, because it seems very very obscure as to why things went the way that they did spoiler by the way uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah okay i know i think it's really funny like they, i don't obviously cry that much during video games i remember i talk a lot like when i do stuff on sky news and you're trying to explain to people who literally have never played a video game in their life and they still have this really outdated concept yeah and i was talking about the last of us and i explained how like i cried three different times i mean if you include the dlc i cried three times mm -hmm. and right. um, the, the, you know the woman on the sky was just like but it's a game and you're like you cry at a film when it, and it actually yeah. is more engaging than a film but they they just actually couldn't comprehend the notion no. that you could be emotionally yeah. engaged by a game because it's just silly right it's just idiots you know, yeah because the only the only thing they think about you know they think about call yeah. of duty space invaders and candy crush you know that's yeah uh, that's maybe the main problem with it and yeah there's so much more than that and yeah games are still trying to figure out exactly how to properly emotionally engage people it's not it's not the same as a film. You are engaged in a different way and you have to do things differently. That's why like the bit, the most kind of prominent, powerful moment I've ever had in a game was in that bit in Brothers Tale of Two Sons. Ah, uh, yeah. That bit, which you know, anyone who's played knows exactly which yeah. bit I'm talking I about. I cried at the mm -hmm. end of Valiant Hearts. Yeah. Me That's too. Fair. Also, also, brothers, can I just say something? Why would a whole village of people send two small children to go on a quest on their own? There was a guy by the, whose job, dumb. his sole job, right, was just to open and shut a bridge, and he was sleeping the whole time. He's an he's a grown adult. Why are you sending two children? It. Yeah, why are you sending two young children on some like death quest? Horribly know, like, irresponsible. Yeah, yeah, right. They're gonna get attacked by things and giant creatures, and you're just sitting there. Sorry, that really annoyed. I t I met the guy who made the game, and I was like, here's the thing. <laughs> why <laughs> are you sending two children out on their own? This is not. I mean, you know. Um, yeah. Yes, I game, mean it honestly, had to happen but... in order for everything to go, but it did. It did. It's like if you 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 think about that game too much, you're like, hang on a minute, this this village is highly irresponsible. Just, <laughs> yeah, right. Come on. Don't know what, but but brothers is. Uh, I mean, it's my favorite game of all time. I've said it many times before. It's it is it, it engaged people on an emotional level uh, through its controls and game mechanics in a way that very few games actually have the ability to do, which is fantastic because I think that's the future of uh, emotionally engaging video games is to make sure that it's done via the game mechanics and it's not it's not just like here's a cutscene, be sad now. It's like yeah. well, probably not. No, because. You've just had me shooting people for 20 hours. 
<laughs> so yeah. I'm kind of emotionally dead at this time because I'm a mass murderer. So don't expect <laughs> me to care about this one guy. I just gunned down 200 people. But yeah, yeah. there are there are definitely some pretty phenomenal uh, moments in, in Brothers and obviously Last of Us as well and many other games. It is sad that some people don't get it. But then again, it's just it's lack of experience, isn't it? It's like try and... I imagine the same thing was said when movies first came out. Like movies, especially in the silent films, they were all silly. It's like, you know, everyone's, yeah. they're playing the piano, diddly, 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 you know, ah, craziness. You know, that, yeah. That's video games. At least it was, you know, 10, 20 years ago. And everyone at that point said, oh, well, it'll never be as engaging as a play. It'll never be as engaging as a book. You know, right. it's, it's, yeah. it's the same. You know, every medium has the ability to evoke emotion. It's just, it's got to learn how within its own confines and restrictions. And a lot mm -hmm. of games do it via cutscenes, and I feel that's ineffective. And then the few ones that I really think are good are the ones that let you experience it through the game mechanics. Uh, that's yeah, that's why I mean, things are really cool. I mean, like, Last of Us, what I like most about that, obviously, well, there's a lot of things to say that are good about it, but um, aside from, like, just the pacing, but was also all, all the um, explanation was always done as, like, really kind of throwaway chit-chat mm -hmm. and all the background and the connection. It was like you're doing something else and it's just kind of throwing in different bits of it. conversation yeah. rather than it yeah. being like, now you're listening, this thing's important, this yep. is building character. Audio logs you're attention. not allowed to move away from while listening to, oh, those are the worst. Who has time for <laughs> audio logs? I mean, come Come on, really now, in this day and age, audio logs. No one has time for that. I barely have time to vine, I for like God's sake. Logs. That'll be the next game. You collect six oh, seconds of vines all over the place. I like audio logs as long as you can walk away. Yeah, I like yes, audio logs as long as you can walk while you it, It's a great thing to listen to while you're going to the next area, but the really bad games make you press escape, go into the audio log menu, listen there, and as soon as you press escape again, it stops. Uh, it's like, no! This is a perfect opportunity for you to do your exposition while I'm walking to the next thing I have to do. You idiots. Agreed. Idiots. Yeah. Oh, Bad design. Oh. <laughs> Jesse, it's not like we don't like audio blogs. It's just a I lot of them don't do it right. Oh. Come on. They chin add, up. They add to the game world. They sometimes <laughs> do. <laughs> chin up, Jesse. Now I feel guilty. I wow. like them. I read. I'm the asshole who reads every book. Who see. Who like goes to every corner and checks everything. I'm that guy. When people are like, I don't have time for that. I'm like, I will make the fucking time for this. <laughs> I want to read this shit. And that's why yeah, your Dragon Age series is currently like episode 178. But I know uh, everything there is to know about that world from that game. So I don't have to read. All right. Uh, the problem is I don't know enough about that world to ask you questions about say, the world. Yeah, actually, how yeah, do we? How it, do I have to and also spoilers. Yes. I knew enough about but, the original but, Dragon but, Age but, world. By, do, by doing that stuff, like especially when you're doing a playthrough or something, like there's one zone where after reading three books, I was like, "Oh, the mayor of this town totally killed everyone," and then nine hours later, it's like the mayor of this town killed everyone. It's like I knew that. I knew it. Because I read the stuff and I use my brain. I feel good about that. It makes for a good let's play because I'm like engaging the shit you know, out of the game. What's interesting, I think, is that I think that's actually a mechanic that is woefully underused for games that require investigation. I think that, that would, I, I may, maybe Dodger can point out games that don't it because she's played all the Sherlock Holmes games and stuff like that. Like the latest kind of Sherlock Holmes and the games that you've played, how much of that required sort of reading materials that you find around the world to figure things out? Or was it really just more in your face? Because I like the I idea of a more subtle investigation game. <clears throat> I would say that the most recent Sherlock Holmes did the best in terms of 
making you really have to think about stuff because it wasn't afraid to let you be wrong and like move on with the game, which I thought was really, really interesting because all of the Sherlock Holmes games prior were about the puzzle in the moment, right? It was like, you need to get into this safe. Now spend a fucking hour figuring out how to get into this safe, right? And it wasn't about the story at large because you knew that at the end it was going to guide you to the right answer no matter what because Sherlock Holmes can never be wrong, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so everything was about what you were doing right then and that puzzle right then. Whereas this most recent Sherlock Holmes was really interesting because it wasn't as much about the puzzles. The puzzles were all super simple. They were very repetitive, actually. It was very much about being aware of everything that was in the area you're in right now, um, piecing it all together. And then once it came time for you to decide on what went wrong and like figure out the sequence of events... If you were wrong, you didn't necessarily have to find out that you were wrong. Like, you decided this guy did it, so it throw him in jail or kill him. Yeah. It's a very L.A. Noir thing. That's actually one of the it, things yeah, I like yeah. the most about it. Really that. interesting. I liked it a lot. Yeah, because it, it gave you the option. It was like, here's, you know, how many clues you found. Here's who you sentenced. Here's what your sentence was. And in that final screen, you got to decide. You could hold shift. And see if you got every clue and if you got the right guy. But if you didn't want to see that, you could just move on. Next case. Like, I'm Sherlock Holmes. I nailed it. Yeah. You know, and like maybe, you know, it's how you keep your 100% uh, rate just by being ignorant of actually. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I'm right. It was the time. It was interesting. So that yeah. one more, and I'm totally not that person, right? I don't have the sort of brain where I'm constantly like remembering all of the details and, no. and piecing them together and being like, oh, this is definitely like what happened here, you know? So I would have to sit there and think for a while, like, wait, does this make sense? Because according to, you know, my sequence of events, it's telling me like this guy did it, but that doesn't mean that that guy did it. Maybe I'm overlooking something, right? So... Actually, really, I really, really liked that. I thought the most recent Sherlock Holmes was really interesting. Can you think about like how many games you've played where you actually write notes as you play a game? Yeah, like, where no, I'm like, like this, oh, damn. And stuff like that. And you're like, oh, God, the first thing was a blue triangle. I need to remember that there was a blue triangle over that bit there. And then it fits with. I used to have like a pad next to like my sofa just so I could jot down. What games was I even playing to warrant that? I can't a lot of the old interactive wow. fiction text adventure yeah. games required a ton of that. It's. Because there are literally situations where if you type the wrong answer, you instantly died. Uh, stuff like King's Quest probably a great example of that. And a lot yeah. of the old kind of Sierra stuff as well, the point and clicks. I remember trying to do that for Discworld and just not getting anywhere with it. Because that game's logic was just ridiculous <laughs> in every possible way. Yeah. I mean, uh, even like current visual novels. I play a lot of those for those of you who don't know. Um, even like current visual novels sort of have that mentality where it's like, if you choose the wrong thing, you're going to get a bad end and you're fucked. So you better have been save scubbing this whole time so that you can go back and like make the right choice because otherwise you are super fucked. You can't go back, you know? (laughs) Um, I just take pictures with my phone now. I'm like this. Yeah. That's the way to go. Pick the picture phone. There you go. Go. But now like everyone looks through my, I show people photos and they're like, what the fuck is this crap on your phone? It's just like, why do you have 30 pictures of this game? Really? Although, actually, no, saddest thing uh, I did was, um, you know, like when you play Bioware games, you know you're leading up to, like, the sex bit. 
because you've been like chatting the person up for like mm-hmm. forever and ever. Just um, uh huh. Yeah, I would. I film them. I save all the sex scenes. <laughs> They're good to laugh was, at. Dragon uh, Ages were absolutely uh, terrible. Like they, they, it got go to the point where people modded it to make them better. <laughs> Because they're just so bad. I, I'm, oh. gl- I'm just kind of glad they stopped it, really. It's, and frankly, I've said this time and time again, Bioware, for all their talk about you know, being big into diversity and everything like that, treat se- like they treat characters as sex objects in a really real way, especially in stuff like Dragon Age, where it's like, give gifts. Keep giving gifts. Yeah. You have yeah. enough points to have sex now. It's like that's how, but that's how women work. Has no one told you this? No. You have to at least get us twelve. I've been saying hey, that for years. Hey, I know that. I know this about women. Every gift is one point. Like the, the, with men, you can uh, like a, bi- a wait, big, hold on, hold a on. big gift but is really awesome. Once you find out what they like, once you find out what they like, that's worth more points. You can nah, give them nah. anything. Not necessarily. It's all. Everything's always worth one point. It's about regularity. Like it, it is like they're, they're not the same. True. Like it was if like the missus suddenly bought me a, me a car. Amazing birthday gift two years ago, and that's still. I'm just like, man, you did good. That okay. gift. That's because he's right. dumb. Man. I, I am he's wrong on many occasions. He's an idiot. He got you a good gift first, the first birthday. Now you're fucked because he's never going to be able to live up to that again. That's Agreed, TB. Thank you. Yeah. He went. He I'm went two years in, and I'm I'm still riding high on that. Oh, there you go, man. Like. What I mean, I think gift? I'll be able to get away Whoa, with this year because I literally box. managed to buy perfume that my wife liked without any outside help. So that, that's like, that's like, I can't even do that for myself. That's a 1000 <laughs> there. Like, so I'm hoping that that, you know, that sticks. And I got, I got the right, you know, I got the right colored flowers and everything for, for the birthday. So, and I did well, I got jewelry as well, which worked. So I'll be good for at least three months. Those rainbow flowers were fucking awesome. Oh, the rainbow, the rainbow roses! Holy shit! Yeah, they looked absolutely gorgeous. I was, I was very worried that they'd come and they'd suck. But actually, like they arrived that day, it's like those look incredible. Those are really cool. (laughs) Nailed it. Nailed it. Yes, I'm gonna run right out of luck very, very soon. The next, next thing's anniversary, and I'm gonna screw it up horribly. I can guarantee it. (laughs) As long as you keep the balance, though, like one good, one terrible. One good, one terrible. Yeah, terrible anniversary, great birthday, Christmas was okay. There you go. Yeah, that's right. Let's take a break, and then we'll come back. Uh, I think uh, there'll be some pillars of eternity talk. Definitely, I think that's gonna be a game that Jesse needs to play. Uh, considering he likes uh, going around reading everything, that game is a lot of that. <laughs> so there you go. You are watching the Co-Optional Podcast. We will be back after the break. Don't go anywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast. The sounds of the Guile theme, and before that, of course, Cammy's theme. Both really, really great. Guile does go with everything, doesn't it? In every possible <laughs> yeah. scenario. Always. I can think of nothing that it doesn't work with. So, Pillars of Eternity. We could talk a little bit about that. Uh, how many of you have actually had a chance to play it? Is it just me? Oh, not great. yet. No. Fantastic. Uh, Dodger. Played it. How much have you played it? Um, I played it up to. Uh, I got in into the town mm-hmm. with the tree. Yes, the tree. <laughs> and tree. Uh, I went into the inn, and that's about as far as I got. You're I was trying to exactly wait, where wait, I wait. am. Yeah, so you're about two hours in. What? That doesn't sound so, like a lot of stuff happening for two hours. Yeah, Go hold on. This is true. I so getting to the town takes a lot longer than that. The, the people who have what? played this game played it up to the point where I played it when I played three months ago. So really, I'm up as up to date as you guys on this game. Cool. So we've all played 
the same yes, amount of the game. Apparently. Right. You've, so you've all seen the tree, most importantly. We've all seen the we've tree. We've all seen the tree. Okay. The tree. Well, yes. Apparently we've seen the tree. We've seen the tree. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, what, what do you think about it so far? Because, you know, the first two hours, you get a good experience of the combat. You get to meet mm-hmm. some uh, companions and all sorts of things like that. And obviously, I don't want to spoil anything. You get a good chunk of lore, good chunk of exposition. And to me, it played a great deal like Baldur's Gate. I mean, what did you reckon? Uh, I've never played Baldur's Gate, okay. first off. So I kept, I was complaining about things and everybody in my chat was going, obviously you've never played Baldur's Gate. <laughs> so I, what, what kind of things did you find annoying exactly? Uh, just things about like controls. Like I hated that I couldn't use uh, WASD to move I found that rather around. annoying as well. I wonder if it's possible so to rebind that. It is. I, I did it like immediately. I was like, oh. I can't do this because you had to, it was basically forcing you to either use the arrows. So I would be doing this or um, to like drag your cursor to the side and push yeah, it that way. Like I'm pretty annoying. Yeah. In an RTS, which I don't want to be in. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, I rebound the keys and then it played fine. Uh, I like it. I, I thought, I thought it was interesting the second that I started realizing that things were probably very different depending on what I chose to do in certain situations, I think was when I started to be really intrigued because there are big consequences to choices you make right from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked that a lot. Uh, I like the combat. It's pretty simple. It's very, honestly, very simple combat. Did you pause a lot in the combat? Uh. I didn't really have to at the beginning. I bear. I really. I was more freaked out right from the start since it was like there's a pause mechanic, like in FTL or any other game like that, where you can just pause in the middle of combat. And I was like, oh man, I'm probably gonna have to pause a lot then because I assume if there's a pause mechanic in there that combat is fairly difficult. Um, but up to the point that I got to combat was not difficult enough where I needed to. There was one point where I'm, so my chick is a barbarian. Spoiler. That would be why you didn't have to pause. I played a mage. I had to pause a lot because you get killed quick. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, spoiler everybody. And I don't know why I believed you. I don't know why I believed you sons of bitches. Everybody was like. Yeah, if you if you roll up a uh, dwarf female, you totally get a beard. And I was like, are you sure I get a beard? And they were like, you get a beard, dog. Don't worry about it. You don't get a beard as a dwarf well, female. So big decrease of points for this game because mm-hmm. that's all I wanted in the world. <laughs> just wanted a beard. I just wanted, wanted my hot lady beard. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but um, yeah, the... Yeah, I guess I guess it, it would have been very different as a spellcaster. As a barbarian, and I did not have easy? to pause really. Yeah, because well, I didn't that know probably has quite a bit to do with it. Then yeah. <laughs> I got so... wrecked by a bear in a cave in two hits. Literally, just destroyed completely. It's that oh, wow. difficult. I was just playing a normal as well. God knows what it would be like on higher than that. But... Well, when I got mm-hmm. into when I got into the town with the tree, I went into like a little a little cave that's in the town, and there's yeah. a dude who's laying down there who's like oh yeah yeah i went in there and then it's like nope i'm gonna not go in yeah, there right now that's same like here. A bad i went idea. in and i was like yeah don't worry buddy i can find the remains of some dudes i got this and the second yeah. i was fighting something i was like never mind <laughs> Forget I'm it. Run immediately. Leave immediately. <laughs> i'm terrified 
not happening. <laughs> yep. I like the fact that that game is totally fine with throwing you into situations you can't fucking beat. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's okay. It's like, you you know, you're low level. You probably shouldn't be wandering into random fucking caves with giant fucking bears in them. You know, that's a terrible idea. You should be yeah. waiting to get a bunch of parties and stuff like that together. But yeah. It's interesting. I, I feel like depending on who you are and the sort of games that you like, you either really appreciate having zones that are specifically this entire zone is for you and what you expect from your level or you really appreciate that that's not always the case because that's way more realistic and i i don't have any problem at all with being in the very first town you go to and having shit be able to kill you because yeah. that's way more realistic you're like a you're like a little babby adventurer who's it dealing with a lot of shit <laughs> You know, I I find like, particularly with uh, whenever Bethesda does scaling leveling, they've kind of sorted things out a little bit recently, but particularly Oblivion, where it's like, you're high level, you go out of a town, there's instantly a fucking minotaur there just waiting for you because <laughs> it's scaled. It's like, you don't feel any progression because they just ramp up the enemies to the same power mm. as you. So no matter what you're doing, you might as well not progress at all because it's actually yeah. working against you, which I find to be ridiculous. Like, you want that satisfaction of being like, I came in here before and I got my ass handed to me. Yes. And now I'm here and I'm like, handing them their ass. You know, you want to feel like you're awesome <laughs> and amazing, right? Yeah. Not You don't want to feel like you're crap all the time. Where's the fun in that? Yeah, I think that's that's really why you've got to go back to, to the way that things used to be, you know, and just have areas you can't beat yet. And mm-hmm. you can you, you can come back later. That's totally fine. Nothing wrong with that. And And to not have them blocked off either. It's like, uh, at least yeah. with the demo of Elder Scrolls Online, I'm not sure about Elder Scrolls Online once it was actually released, but with the demo, there were all sorts of areas that were locked off unless you were a certain level. And I know that that really, that frustrated me. That frustrated a lot of people that I knew because it was like, why are you giving us an open world game that it's won't let us world. into certain yeah. towns yeah like why would a town not let me in just because i'm not a high enough level that doesn't make any sense <laughs> in the context of the game like like at least at least tried <laughs> help me understand why that would be yeah yeah Another point someone made in chat is that the way that they did it with uh, El- Oblivion was terrible because it it basically took into account anything you'd level it's like oh you're really good at speechcraft here's an ogre it's like, no, no, I'm not good at fighting these at all. I didn't level my fighting. I leveled my speechcraft and my lockpicking and shit. I can't fight this thing. What the hell? Yeah. Cutting wordplay and then, yeah. Well, yeah, so unfortunately the ogre is not interested in my pithy witticisms. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, it, but I, I, I think it would it's... be cool if you could, though. Oh, like, that would be fantastic. Talk, talk, talk him out of fighting. Well, I, I think uh, Pillars of Eternity <laughs> has a lot of that. You can actually talk your way out of a lot of situations. It mm. reminds me a lot of uh, the original Fallout games before they, you know, mostly turned into a first-person shooter. But totally, I think that... yeah, like... Sorry. No, by all means. I was going to say, like, the, the very first um, interaction that I had with, with somebody that was fairly negative... Uh, it, it just so happened that I had one point in lore. Yeah. And so that and very first conversation. Yeah. It had like all of these options for conversation. And then it was like, or you can use your lore and say this. Mm. And I was it's like, ooh. In depth as hell. Because I noticed a conversation which had not one, but two options depending on your level of intelligence. Like there was yeah. one that's like, oh, your intelligence 13. And then there was one that was like intelligence 15. 
I've never seen a game go that far. Like I've always, it's always been like yeah. either you go past there's one mark where it's like, oh, you're past yep. like ten in this stat, you're good. I've never seen them do multiple stages of that. They there's all sorts. Like I got into a conversation with someone, I was able to make comments based solely on the background choice that I'd made of nobility. And I was you know, it's like, wow, there's a lot here, you know, in terms yeah. of the conversation system. It's that's really, cool. really interesting. Yeah, yeah it's, it's one of the strengths cool. of the game, definitely. Uh, obviously, I haven't played too much of it. I mean, that game can apparently take up to two hundred hours if you do absolutely everything. Yeah, well, it's I was, I was... so much reading. It's like there's a lot of reading. It's yeah. very in depth, like TV saying, and that also means like the lore is real thick. Everybody has a lot of stuff to say to you when you go into the inn at that very first town with the tree. With the tree. Um, <laughs> every single person there. <laughs> Every single person in the inn you can go up to and it'll be like, do you want to be flashed back to their entire life story? And I yeah, was like, oh something my happens God. which lets no. you look into no, no. like the past of characters. Like yeah. there's so much written about like everyone, even the people who appear insignificant. There's so much about them in that game. So if you are into that sort of thing, if you like being sucked into a massive world filled with lore and stuff like that, that is the game for you. Like, but if you're looking for something that's a bit quick paced, uh, probably not. No, that's this is this is Black Isle through and through. This is a Black Isle game by another yeah. name. There's no doubt. I I want to point out to everyone who is is watching right now. Literally, you've been listening to them talk about this game based on what is the first Two area, hours. a cave. Plus yeah. a town. <laughs> Two like, hours. Yeah. I want to point out that and it that took a, and it took us like a couple of hours. It took us like a couple of hours to, to get there. Two hours to get I, there. Yeah. I can't like I had fun, but I wouldn't I, I wouldn't even presume to say whether I like this game or not. But, like, no, I, I mean I don't I don't I have an opinion on it either way yet. Any of it, I probably never will. Like I don't think up. I've got the time to play this game. I really don't. It was kind of like it's Wasteland fun. for me. Like, I soldiered through a lot of Wasteland, but I didn't have the time to beat it because it's so fucking long. But we did... We we have an idea of the mechanics. We understand yeah, yeah, how the totally. game works. We can comment I don't on know that. that. I don't know. Like, every... Like, I don't know that we do because every person I talk to who's 40 hours in the game is like, well, this... And I'm like, I, I didn't <laughs> know that was something that could happen in this yeah. game. It's like, well, this is what happened. And it was amazing. I'm like, I, I ran from a bear in a cave. And a bolt of lightning <laughs> struck the ground near a dude, and I pretended I was a god. And um, yeah, there was, there was a really awful looking tree, and then a town where everyone seemed pretty effing depressed. That's what I did. And everyone's like, yes, well, later. And I'm like, I, oh my god, that is, that is a long way off from where I was. So yeah, now I haven't even <laughs> tried it since I played it way back when. So yeah. it amuses me greatly. That in three months you guys caught up to where I was. And like, I I only yeah, I've only played, totally played it in it. one session. I streamed it on GOG and I I've I've been ca trying to catch up on everything. I still haven't done my cities video for fuck's sake. That game's been out for like a month now. I got loads <laughs> I of stuff I need to do. And you I'm actually like cities. So. Yeah, I actually like cities. You know, I put a lot, I put more hours into cities certainly than I have into Pillars of Eternity. It's not because I don't like Pillars of Eternity. It's just because that game is huge. 
It's massive. Just, I just don't know how you're supposed to have time and have it's a life. It's not possible. And game. It's, it's literally not possible to no, do all these things. It is. It frustrates me endlessly that you can't, you know, and especially because sort of doing the sort of job I do as well is you, there's a certain level of everyone that expects you to have played almost everything at least to halfway, yeah. if not further. No and way. it's like mm-hmm. there's literally not enough hours in the day, even if I did nothing else. Yeah. It's just so, I, I am literally complaining about there being too many games and there's too much choice and I fully realise that that's a ridiculous well, thing to be complaining. <laughs> About. I mean, but, um, here's, yeah. here's the thing, right? On Steam today, today alone, they released one, two, three, four new games. And yesterday, they released one, two, three, four, five, six, six new games. And that's only on popular new releases. If I go to all new releases, there's even fucking more of them. Like, it, it'll never end. We can't do it. It's, it's not possible. <laughs> it's you much. can't keep up. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely insane. <laughs> Oh, it makes me sad because it's sort of like like how my mum is now. She'll never finish a film. She's too old. She'll just like fall asleep before the end. And I feel like I'm turning into like the gaming version of her. Oh my like, God. Uh, There's no excuse because the film's the like end. two hours. You know, I yeah, could, she, we she finished Interstellar, anyway. you know. It's like, great. We <laughs> finished like, Interstellar and like that's about mm, one one hundredth of the length of Path of uh, Pills of Eternity. Yeah. Like, oh God, Mike. I can't. I can't do it. No way. <laughs> it's just too long. It's not possible. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame, really. It's a real shame because I'm sure, like, especially... But you do end up getting into that routine where sometimes you will kind of just play through, like, the first few hours and you do feel like you've got a kind of sense of roughly what the game's about. Yeah, and then you're you got like, to feel it. Yeah, and then, you know, you go and play something else. It's, yes. And you're not really getting the whole... You know, it's usually, to me, where it gets to the point where it starts repeating itself and then mm-hmm. I'll kind of be a bit like, okay. Yeah. Right, well, I mean, I it also notes how very important these days it is to really hook people in the first few hours of the game. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's super important because a lot there's so many games out these days and people just don't have the time that you're going to find that a lot of these people will not continue to soldier on in your game if they haven't been engrossed by the first couple of hours. So you've got to yeah. make sure you have a strong opening. You just don't have a choice in the matter these days. Yeah, Which is, is kind true. of a shame, I suppose, because there are some games that are very, very good slow burners. Absolutely. But God, <laughs> there's too many games. There's too many fucking games. <laughs> yeah. Can't do it. Can't yeah, do it. This is true. Yeah. Speaking of too many games, what did I buy? I've I played a bit of Ethereum, which is a new real-time strategy. Hmm. Mm, uh, not too keen on that one so far. It's um it has some interesting ideas, like instead of just doing a straight up mission-based campaign, they have this kind of galaxy where it's like you fly to this galaxy with your fleet, and then you you have to take territories and they all give you bonuses, and there's like a an overall research tree and things like that. These are all very interesting ideas. The main problem is when you go into the game, it's like a really boring version of of the company of heroes in the future it's like a, it's control point based rts capturing with very basic units and very basic unit counters like the first mission took me maybe an hour and you could only build like two units it's like infantry buggy and you're just grinding through their defenses and they're constantly building more shit to throw at you and they're constantly like going behind your lines and breaking your supply lines like fuck off like now i've got to run halfway across the map to go and get you here i've got to rebuild this building and do all this shit Ugh. oh man it sounds like a stressful mess it, it uh, so far it is like i'll play some more of it and see if it opens up later on but so far i've not been particularly impressed by it it really does like it takes all of the capture mechanics from 
company of heroes and dawn of war but it doesn't really do anything interesting with them and you start off with such a lack of unit variety even later on in the game there's not that much unit variety i've had a look at the tech tree it's like this is not that impressive so it really is a lot of building the same unit and grinding them against the other dudes the only interesting thing i did find is that there's neutral factions on the map and you have to kind of convert some of your facilities into these special facilities to kind of capture them. Like you can build hacking centers to hack into this ancient race of flying cubes that kind of shoot lasers at you and shit. And eventually you get control of them, which is kind of neat. I, I got access to parasites, which is these giant bugs. And I just killed the enemy with the giant bugs. And that, that was pretty fun. That's a kind of nice little neat mechanic. But it's that's a great example of a game that does not give a good first impression. It is mm -hmm. slow, it takes a long time to get into, it starts you off with basically nothing, so it's it's just not that interesting initially. I'm not sure if I'm willing to play five, six more hours of it and hope that it opens up. Maybe it's just, it it's does. like you're saying, like there's too, you know, there's too many, games, too many games, and you know, like, I like there are certain games that I'll put up with, like the stress and the terror, and because it's you know sure. stuff like Dead Dead Space, I could handle in like Absolutely. one to one and a half hour little increments, and then I'd have to have like a break for a minute, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. that kind of thing, because I found it quite stressful. But that's okay, because it's sort of supposed to be like that. But then if it's just another game where you're supposed to at least feel some kind of satisfaction and reward, like that's the point. If you're not getting any of that and you're just getting all the crap leading up to it, like, like forget it. Forget it. Yeah. I'm going to do it. A lot of RTSs have done things a lot better because their, their opening missions will be a lot shorter and they tend to be focused on something a little bit different. Like, it's like, oh, you only have these squads and you've got to go do it th with this way. In this, it's like the missions are pretty much all the same, for what I can tell. Mm. You yeah. literally just have to grind your way through the map every single time. And that is not that fun. And if it starts you off with just no units to do that with, it becomes infuriatingly boring. So, yeah, that sounds it. <laughs> yeah, I'm. That's that sucks. Uh, this is on a day, by the way, when the Legacy of the Void beta is coming out. So let me put it this way: if there's an RTS I'm more interested in, it's this fucker right here. You know, it's more <laughs> StarCraft and less of that. And it's a bit of a shame that another RTS comes out and it doesn't appear to be that great. But it's also just the reality of it, isn't it? Like it's it's a dead genre right now. There is a really cool one coming out called Act of Aggression which is the mm. sequel to something called Act of War, which came out like 2003. Really oh. great RTS. Um, looking forward to that one. But outside of that, there's, I mean, there's so much stuff on Steam right now. I want to play The Spatials. There's a game on the Steam called The Spatials. Oh, yeah, where you build, Yeah, where you build a space station. You try and make everyone happy and cool stuff like that. Apparently, people really like that one. There's uh, one mm. called Bloodsports.tv, which is a sort of a spin on the MOBA genre with a deadly post it's set in deadly post-apocalyptic <laughs> sweden of all places oh wow of course yeah i mean you know where where else would you possibly imagine and it's kind of it's kind of an arena sort of rts thing um i well i want to try that um there's something on there called adventure capitalist um which is like a some weird i i don't know what the hell it is like i couldn't tell you but it apparently says unlock swag you love swag like, I, I suppose. I suppose I do. How did you know? You could also hire a manager that is Grumpy Cat, basically. So that's probably... <laughs> uh, it has 567,000... Uh, 567 reviews, and they're almost all positive. Interesting. Wow. It's apparently very much like Cookie Clicker, so I've been told. So the reviews say. But apparently that's a good thing. Okay, well. These are all things I'd probably rather play than Ethereum. Can I ask you a thing? No. 
please. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How do you feel about doubling the worker count at the beginning of oh, StarCraft games? Um, I like it a lot. I think that yeah. like cutting off the first minute and a half of the game is probably a good thing. There's no real reason not to do it. I think the the, o the only argument that's been made so far is that it limits the number of cheeses that can be used at the start of a game. And I'm okay with that. But you can yeah. still you can still do a highly aggressive one base build and you could probably do it a lot faster. But okay, you get rid of six pooling. Alright, well I don't I don't care about that. It's like that was a strategy that either wins you the game entirely or you just lose after two minutes. That's not that exciting to watch, in my honest opinion. So I like the fact they doubled the work account. It speeds things up. Like the first first few minutes of the game, even for a player, are really slow. Like, mm -hmm. what do you do for the first minute of StarCraft? You build workers. It's like, I start with six SCVs. I need right. 10 before I build my first supply depot. So build. Yeah. And I guess it's not like you can take that time to scout build. and like try to come up with no, you can't. a plan because you're both doing the exact same yeah, thing. Yeah, you can't send a scout out that early because if you do, you fuck up your economy because it's like that's one out of six of your workers. That means you're earning one six less revenue. So yeah, I like it a lot. I, I think those, they're making a lot of changes to try and make the game a bit quicker and they're making, you yeah. mine out your bases faster as well. So you've got to expand more. So I'm, I dig it. I dig it. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be interesting because it's not that everybody doesn't start with the same amount of resources now. Like, mm. there's a possibility that someone will start with less and have to expand earlier. And I don't know whether or not we'll people see. are going to like that. We'll see. I don't know. It's going to come down to map design more than anything. I imagine the standardized maps are going to start everyone with the same resources. And there's going to be, there's always been a bit of a difference at the start of the game as to how many workers you have. Because, like, as a Zerg player, you can build like three workers at once. Um, right. As a Protoss player, you have um, uh, Chrono Boost, so you can build workers faster. And as a Terran player, once you get a Orbital Command, you can drop a Mule, which is like three mm -hmm. workers in one. So there's all sorts of things you can do with that. But I I'm interested to see what, it what happens. Obviously, the beta is supposed to come out today. So I'm really interested to, to see what happens with it. I like the idea that you run out of money faster because it just me it makes the game more interesting. Like people can't just sit on two bases and defend. They've got to expand, expand, expand. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that the beta for that comes out today. I hope I get in. I'm supposed to be getting in. And if I do get in, I'll be streaming it this evening. So yeah. It's going to be good. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to lose every game. Because they're literally probably going to only invite the fucking pro players and the casters. So every caster is just going to get destroyed by the pro gamers. But we'll, we'll see. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, there are people apparently streaming the, who are in the beta right now who have started streaming it. So Oh, so yes, uh, the beta has begun, everyone. <laughs> supposedly so, yeah. Apparently, uh, yeah, it's, uh, some people have it already. Um, they're, they're sending them out. They said, like, the first wave, everyone will have it by the end of the day if you're in the first wave. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, what else have we been playing? Play some more War Thunder. That game's still fun. I still have my stripey tiger tank with the big British flag on it that's completely not canon. But <laughs> it's fun anyway. It's got a big cannon, but it's not canon. Uh, I, I've been killing stuff in that. War Thunder's still fun. Um, I still rage whenever I get one shot in that game where it's like this lucky shot finds this one part of my armor, goes right through and blows up my, all my ammunition and everyone dies in a ball of fire. That's upsetting. But outside of that, outside of that, it's pretty good. Yeah. Hmm. We'll see. And more Star Trek Online, which no one wants to hear about because they get bored of it. It's like, I'm the only <laughs> one who cares about that game. Anyone else played anything else? Someone's going to play something, right? I just keep dipping in and out. I've got like no staying power with any game at the moment. I don't know what it is. I think it was basically my... Um, 
my uh, I, I only really properly recently got into kind of PC game. I've been more of kind of a console gamer of most of my gaming life. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, obviously the whole point of having a console is that it's ease of use, right? You're trading, you know, better quality for ease of use. Yes. And seriously, theory. Xbox One, I, it went through this really weird phase where basically it refused to play Far Cry 4 and Dragon Age Inquisition. Just those two games. Lovely. Just Are you those having two, trouble right? with those two games? Oh my god! And then you like and I was every just, other human being. Just, you know when you just just got to the point where you gone past the beginning bit and you were just like, yeah, okay, I'm getting to the rhythm of this now. This is gonna be fun. I'm gonna lose my life to this. And then it just stopped working, and I was so mm. angry, like absolutely <laughs> spitting anger. And then by the time I got it like working again, I, uh, I sort of lost lost interest a little bit. So I keep just keep dipping back in and out to everything, but not really. I don't know. This year feels really funny for games. I don't know what it is. Um, Normally every year I'm genuinely really excited for like 10 things that just get me so excited. And this year it's sort of a bit, eh, I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I just don't feel that. I mean, there are, you know, The Witcher, amazing. I'll play that. I will love that. That'll be amazing. Um, and like, yeah, some, obviously like some indie titles and stuff. But really in terms of like big kind of console games, yeah, not so much really. I feel it all just feels a bit, a bit flat. How do you guys feel about it? What else are you excited about? Um, I mean, I think th- right now the place to go for exciting stuff is definitely indie. Uh, there's yeah. really no doubt about that. There's so many cool indie games that are coming out. And the AAAs this year, so far anyway, have not really blown me away. Yeah. I mean, right now, a lot of people on PC are waiting for Grand Theft Auto 4, 5 that's been out for over a year. Yeah. Yeah, that's like the big, the biggest AAA that's coming out. I can, can you even think about AAA, any AAAs that are coming out soon that you're really excited about? Like literally, The Witcher. That's Met, it. That's like yeah, May or something. The Witcher, Metal Gear Solid Five, maybe. I mean, I'm more excited for stuff like Killing Floor Two, you know, and all sorts of stuff like that. That's kind of premium indie level, and we're getting yeah. all sorts of really interesting indies coming into the the inbox. I've got. I got my wonder list here, which has all of my review codes in it. It's mm. so many. So many. <sighs> War for the Overworld's embargo lifts today, and I haven't even had a chance to play that yet. I've got a code for Convoy, which is that post-apocalyptic FTL-style road warrior game. I've got wow. code for Titan Souls, which is supposed to oh, be Oh, I amazing. really want to play that. <gasps> Have you seen how pretty it is? And it looks really cool and awesome, and I really want to yeah. play it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have code for that. That's embargoed until April the fourteenth. I can't say shit about that game yet, but there's all sorts of cool stuff. Like there's this really Mortal awesome Kombat's looking... coming out. Mortal Kombat. Ah, yeah, Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat ten. Okay, yep. Yeah, um, that that is one thing I am interested in playing a lot of here. Yeah. Evil Luke played... Kang. Yeah. Oh, it looks it looks really good. I played looks a little so bit good. at E3 last year, and yeah, just looks beautiful. Plays amazingly well, and I'm not really that not a huge fan of obviously like beat 'em ups and stuff like that. But um, that I would play hard, just because. Well, I'm a bit of a button basher. I'm like a strategic yeah. button basher. So uh-huh. I don't just press any button. I think about what the buttons might be if someone was to choose buttons, right? <laughs> it's, like, it's probably like AAV. I reckon that's a thing. And then I'll just keep trying things out. Um, I once got forced into like doing a Tekken uh, tournament at the Eurogame Oh, the Tekken's a giant button bashing game. You'll be fine oh with that. Oh, my God. Well, no, see, they, they gave me like some training and then I didn't want to sort of agree to do it. Uh, you know, entering like a proper competition and just being like a crap girl who just like turns up and doesn't do her homework or something. I was like, no, no, no I'm actually going to spend some time and get really good at Tekken and this will mm-hmm. be really cool for this video. Yeah. And then they didn't give me the game. 
And I got what? like the day before. They didn't give me the game because it was ahead of launch. Uh, and then I didn't have my character because I wanted to play Kunimitsu. And so I had like five minutes of practicing. And then I just got oh, thrown on a, I was thrown on a stage in front of a load oh, of people. No. It's just like, you're in your like sweating. And this is like, oh, this is for all the girls out there. And you're like, yeah, okay, yeah awesome. I think I'm completely proud. I'm just like humiliated. That reminds me of gender. when I got absolutely stomped today. Celebrity show match for Smite at the inaugural Smite <laughs> tournament. Turns yeah. out the other team, led by fucking pro gamers, like what? that's not. That was we got uh, we got destroyed. It wasn't even funny. <laughs> it got absolutely wrecked. Oh god. <laughs> God, it's it's something suck. about being on a stage. I li- I had sweaty hands. I like sweaty everything. Oh, yeah. You know, trying to just keep it together and look really cool. No. Are you trying not to look it. angry as well, mm. Jesse? Nobody cares about your Heroes of the Storm team. Nobody. No one in the universe. <laughs> this is the most workout called- you get all day. We get it. Uh, I'm I remember being called uh, best Uther player he had ever seen mm. by a caster. <laughs> mm. I remember that. I remember that. <sighs> <sighs> Mm. Mm. Man, oh, I remember when nobody uh, else does. In a video, I do. That's all that matters to me. Fuck, fuck the rest of the world. Team Salt Miner. I remember in a video, Jesse and I had to play Street Fighter against each other, and what was um, that? it was a video that was never released. Oh, it was a video okay. for a show that, like all shows that I'm in, they never release. Okay, yeah. so yeah. but yeah, they had us like play against each other with like casters there and like people behind oh us God. trying to help us out. And Jesse yeah. was like, "I'm just gonna button mash like I always do." And me, of course, I at that point especially had been playing a lot of Street Fighter, and I was like, "I think I'll do okay." Yeah. yeah. No. Jesse beat me button mashing, and I was uh. so shamed. <laughs> This is jury like, power. Fuck this game. <laughs> I don't want to play anymore. You guys are mean. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's, um, I think, it, like with beat em ups, like, I think if you button mash, like basically if you start to learn, my problem with the Tekken thing was I started to try and learn stuff and I wasn't yeah. adept enough to hit off the moves. So actually, yeah. really, until you're good enough, you might as well just button mash because you're, you're more true. likely win. Yeah. There's a certain level where button mashing it. works and then once you've yeah. learned the fundamentals, you can beat any button basher because you just, it's bullshit. Like you, they, they're just throwing <laughs> the moves out, whatever. You punish them That's by doing annoying things. Do- yeah, they. If you're button mashing, which I do all the time, I physically know that there are certain things like blocks and things that I will never be able to pull off that oh, yeah. someone so you can counter easily counter, especially in Street Fighter, can pull off a counter and wreck you. Yeah. Yeah. Or just yeah. be an annoying asshole, just zone them with fireballs the entire game, and then they rage. It's like that's not fair. And then you uh, tell them to go read Serlin's thing on what a scrub is, and you know, and all that stuff. But it's like, yeah, that's you do what you need to do to win. That's the whole point. You p- play the optimal strategy to win. It's like, oh, that's lame. You can't do that. It's like, yeah, you're just button mashing. Shut up. But I won, so Good. it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, I won. It's, it's Tekken. Yeah. Do any of you know anything about this game, Night Banes? Um, it's Night- a Night it's Bane. a CCG. Um, with yeah, a like a vampire, vampire CCG. CCG. <laughs> yeah. Apparently it says, it's not user very good. reviews mixed. mixed. And I'm like, yes. oh, I want to. A lot try of people have so just bad. flat out said pay to win, but I don't know what they mean by that because it's a card game. And card games involve buying booster packs. If you view that as pay to win, you're playing the wrong fucking genre. It's like yeah. people who say Hearthstone's pay to win. It's like it's a fucking collectible card game. Of course, there's a degree of that to it, you know? We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't played it yet. Like, I don't really feel like getting into the CCG right now, especially with the new Hearthstone thing coming out in two days. So I'd rather play that, I think. There we yeah. go. Uh, anyone else played anything else this week? 
Jesse, you didn't throw anything out there. Yeah, you've got to have played something. If not, I'm going to ask you about the British things that you ate. So yeah, I literally, I didn't. Yeah, what well, British play things shit. did you eat, Jesse? Um, because I told you to buy uh, well, a bunch of stuff. And I did. It. I did. I recorded almost all of it too. So okay. that'll be a video probably <laughs> Friday. But um, what what stood out to you in that? What did you really like? I want to know. I mean, here's the thing. This is where he says they're all shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like I, I had, I had a variety of Fox's biscuits, like TB said. I had, some of them were okay. I had one that was like an Oreo, but twenty billion times better. Um, I had like, uh, I'm trying to think of like the other things. I was told by a lot of people to have like the Britishy things. The problem is. Like, everywhere else in the world, America just co-opted your shit, and we have it here. So, when people are like, eat fish and chips, I'm like, that was good, but I had that before. Did you go America. to a fish and chip shop for it, or did you go to a, a legit, pub? A legit, a fish real, like, we shop. looked up the best one there was, and, and we went, like, one? well, we <laughs> found four, and so we chose the closest of the four. And it was four very different good. places that boast best fish and chips. <laughs> no, but like, but like Yelp reviews and like the most people yeah. plus the high. So we did the whole thing, and it was very good. But at the same time, it was like this is. I mean, except for the mashed peas, which is something we definitely don't have know, here in the states. I know, and I love um, mashed peas. Yeah, it was it was really good. But it, you know, it's not something. It's like America has stolen the world's stuff. We've just taken it. I'm sorry. It's it happened. <laughs> um, I still stand and will. I went and fought. I actually had an argument. With a bunch of drunk nerds at this place called Drafts, D R A U G H T S Drafts. Yeah, drafts. drafts. As in like, yeah, drafts. Yeah. drafts. Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, board game bar, mm -hmm. uh, cafe, and it was a lot. Of, we played games all night, and it was a lot of fun. Um, but I had a argument, and I will, this is the hill I will die on. <laughs> um, uh, uh, my. What is that shit called? The bread bowl. You know, the fucking bread bowl that you people eat. The Yorkshire pudding. Yorkshire pudding. Yorkshire yes. pudding. It's that's not, not made of bread. That's a bread bowl. It's a bread bowl. It's not. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> it's made. I, I make these twice a I don't week. Care what they are made says. of three Doesn't things. Matter. Eggs, Doesn't milk, matter. and flour. They are not made bread of bread. Bread bowl. It's not a it's bread, bread bowl. <laughs> it's not here's made the, of bread, the, you idiot. Move on with Pause. your story. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Anyway. It's an eggy pudding, basically. No, 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 no. Pause, 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 pause. Pause. Okay. If the process of stuffing it with, you know, mash or, or meat or gravy or whatever, if the culmination was called Yorkshire pudding, I would, I would be like, I get that. And for years, I thought that was the case until I was told, no, it's the fucking bread bowl. It's, it's a bread not bowl. made of bread. It's a bread bowl. It's Stop a batter made of eggs, bowl, milk, and flour. <laughs> it's a bread bowl. Not everything needs to be it, classy. Just call it a bread bowl. Someone in the chat says is. bread is made of eggs, milk, and flour. You're an idiot. Have you never heard of yeast? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> it's an unleavened. Fine. It's a pita bread bowl. It's an no, unleavened. It's bread. not. <laughs> it's an unleavened Middle Eastern bread bowl. Then fine. Middle Eastern. So <laughs> yes. It's unleavened. That's fine. The you know ingredients of <laughs> bread. Ah, oh, whole wheat flour, water, yeast, it's a bread salt. Bowl. It's a bread bowl. There's no eggs bread in bowl. bread. Don't care. It's a bread bowl. I will say that. I will stand on this mountain and die saying this to the You dead. will it's die because you are completely mistaken. It's a, it is a bread bowl. I don't care. There's now, no again, bread in it. It is fine. Fine. It's a. It's a dough. It's it's a it's a dough bowl. It's, it's batter. It's, for fuck's it's sake. It's a batter it's bowl. Eggs. Fine. It's a batter bowl, whatever. Fine! But it's you not can call a it pudding. that because that's what it is, but it's not uh, bread. 
It's a bread. Bread is anyway. not the same as a pancake. It's a flat you don't yes, call I a pancake bread. I would love to hear bread. the rest of your story. What's the rest of your story? I, I completely now. agree. Like, can we get there, past no, how no wrong other... he is onto something interesting? There, first off, it is a bread bowl. Second off, there is... <laughs> Fucking not. There is nothing else that happened. So, well, first off, what I What do you mean? You I played board games all night. You're not willing to tell us about that? Uh, we played things that I that everyone I you know like um, oh what like uh, the the Camelot version of Resistance what is that Avalon Resistance I think Avalon it, yes yeah 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 so we played that which is always fun and you you know try to assassinate Merlin but you're basically playing Resistance yeah um we played uh, a game uh, Skulls question mark where you <laughs> I'm trying to think of what it's called where each person it's really really simple it's a bluffing game so okay. you have four circular um very cool looking kind of uh mexican uh dia de los muertos like skulls right okay but yeah. but like you have little co they look like coasters really and right. three are flowers and one is a skull and you're playing a bluffing game where you each okay. person at the beginning puts down one and then the first person can either say i think there are one flower down or you can put down another thing and you know you have to keep basically you're bluffing to see who i think there's Five flowers. This is liar's the, dice, basically. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's all it is. But it's with beautiful looking and it is artwork called skull, on, on little... Apparently, yeah. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. Uh, I learned a lot about the people I was playing with because they oh, were you always do. Yep. horrible liars. But I will say this. Being, like, on the internet is, is maybe the best thing in the world. I like, heartily disagree, but okay. I, I, no, our internet celebrity is my favorite thing in the world, and I love it to death. Nope. Because nope. the rest of the well. world... No, 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 because here's the deal. There's always going to be assholes. But in real, in the real world, off the internet, in the real world, where Never people don't give a shit right. about the stupid <laughs> stuff that happens on the internet, because it's all stupid, in the real world, no one gives a fuck who you are. It's great, so you can walk around and do whatever. But then when you go into a nerd bar, it's like, holy shit, are you Jesse Cox? I'm like, yes, I am. Can I have a seat at this table? Yes, you can. It's the Can best. I have a beer? The can I have your Yorkshire pudding bread bowl thingy? <laughs> it is. But, like, it was, you know, we walked in, and they were like, it'll be a five-hour wait. And I was like, what the shit? And they're like, sorry, it's really busy. And these dudes in the corner were like, oh, shit, you want to come sit with us? It's like... Yes, I do. <laughs> so, wow, it, you played the internet celebrity card. That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, it was it was, you. It's rare to be able to play that. It depends where you go as to whether or not you're <laughs> oh, able to yeah, play. Only nerdy places like like yeah. a board game cafe, that's where that shit happens. But everywhere else you can walk around and no one bothers you and it's the coolest. I will stand by that. I'm a I okay, individual. I will concede that point. That's reasonable. Yeah. Do you play any <laughs> other board games? It sounds like you guys kept it pretty light. Um we 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 played uh Shit, we played a bunch, but they were all card like card based games. Um, because mostly because we didn't want to have to deal with pieces. There was yeah. a lot of drinking going on, a lot of talking, oh, and we were just you know bullshitting and, and having a good time. The yeah. guys next to us, um, I don't know what game they were playing, and I wish I did because it looked like a cyberpunk futuristic game. But it took up the entire table, and they had said they were there. Was it cards? Or, I don't think so. I would have said I, it was I, Netrunner, but. But it, they had been there since 10 a.m. Yeah. Drinking what? and playing this game since 10 a.m. Sure. We left at, we left at. They're probably playing Twilight midnight. Imperium or some shit, which can actually maybe. take all day, quite literally. I don't know. We left at midnight and they were still sitting there playing it. That's how. And uh, it was. There was five people and they were so invested in this game. And I was like, oh, yeah. I've never. I I kept looking over to see if they were in a new game and they were like, still playing. <laughs> I was like, some, what game is oh. that? Yeah, some games uh, can take all day. 
Like it's it's like, ridiculous. Uh, Talisman. Oh god, that's still dragging on. Holy that's most because we're bad. That fucking game. We're still in that. We're four hours in. Crendor's died three times already. <laughs> I I think I'm the only one that still has my original character. If I recall, I have correctly. my original oh, character. Oh, you have your original one as well. Yeah, and we're just not getting anywhere. <laughs> it's just bad. I see. That's really funny. That's such a flashback. My brother used to have that game. Yeah. And like, I remember stealing it off him and playing it, and it was like the most amazing thing I'd ever played. And then oh, he yeah. found out, stole it back, and I was so upset. I made my own version of the game. Wow. That's <laughs> like awesome. I made a board with pieces and everything because I was so disturbed that I could no he taken away this talisman game and I could never play it again. I, was like, <laughs> I played Talisman. Kind of talisman was the most popular <laughs> game at the we used to have a little games club down at the Leisure Center every Friday. And the, it was mostly like Warhammer for those who could afford it. And for people like me yeah. who couldn't afford Warhammer, it was like we'd play Talisman and we'd play like Necromunda, which only required like five models and shit. And Talisman was the most popular game there. And when you look back at it, Talisman is actually a terrible board game. Like, it's really bad. Uh, it is it is astonishingly bad in the sense that it is very much a, a game about rolling dice and enjoying the ride. There's very little strategy in it whatsoever. Yeah. But it's still fun. It's still fun yeah. to play. It, but it is a terrible board game. I'll freely admit that. It, it's not good. I did. Uh, I played way too much Armello over the last... Because I just had my laptop, so I played that game yeah. too well, much. I got as You're far like, as installing that game, and I was like, I'm going to play it, this, right? and I still haven't. It's fun. It's a really... F I, think, I think the fun comes from the fact that you don't necessarily need to know the rules, because the game sort of just... Tracks it for I you. I, I, yeah, that game I like, is basically a board game, right? Yeah, it's... A, oh, it's absolutely a board game, and um, it's... I, you know, it's a four-player board game where you play as animal people, you know, anthropomorphic yes. animals. Just like a, and you, a rabbit samurai <laughs> and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, and like a wolf, like, fencer guy, and, and yeah. you know. Um, but, yeah, you're trying, it, it's, it's a, like, pretty simple, but, like, a little above intermediate style game where, you know, you, by taking over certain pieces of land and completing quests, you get items and you can use those items and fighting each other plus fighting the board plus trying to kill the king in the middle and it's it's a lot of fun i think it's great i mean it's it's the kind of game that is simple enough that i didn't have to think about it while playing because you know like all board games on pc it sort of does 90 percent of the work for you and you're like yes i yeah. think i will roll click and it's like yeah. yay math is done and everything's good yeah so <laughs> I, I i still think it's a um, it's it's early access game, so who knows what's yeah, gonna it's be like not, not done, down the yeah. line. Yeah. There's still a lot of work to be done on it, but I had fun. I had fun playing it. Um, I I like I really didn't do shit. I I went to plays and stuff. Like I I did. Weird you went Jesse to plays. Thing. I saw uh, I, I saw Book of Mormon for the second time. I love that musical. It's oh, so I good. I still haven't seen that. I want to see Book that of Mormon. So I haven't good. seen it yet. Yeah. I've, it is. I'm not a musical person, so. Oh, oh. TB, you would absolutely love it. It is. It's, you know, it. the fact that the beginning, the voiceovers are done by the South Park guys when they tell the story of the Book of Mormon and like the intro, it's so it's very, very funny. Comedy oh, oh, it's a super oh, yeah. comedy. Okay. Oh, it's a super comedy. Yeah, there's, it's, it's a fantastic musical. And um, yeah, I just like, you know, I did stupid London things, walked around. I think I've walked, I walked around London more than I've walked in like the last 15 years of my life. Oh yeah, so it's the easiest way to get thing. about though. You can't yeah, you drive in that city, yeah. which is mm -hmm. not a thing. 
obviously that was a thing tube, that happened and you should use the tube but uh, well basically yeah. if anywhere's in like zone one i'll just walk it because it just takes the amount of time to go down into the underground and then go across and then go yeah. to the other side and it and doesn't involve well stuffing it. yourself into a small narrow metal tube and having yourself you know fired across london that's at least how this i envision it um it's pretty much that and ma- men's armpits you see mm-hmm. to have like quite a lot of your face in a man's armpit yes. because obviously all the things hang like this <laughs> and i'm not quite tall enough so it's like a lot of that which yeah. it's not the best my life really my whole life yep Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, just gross just gross and they really and there's something about the shirts they buy it just it doesn't breathe or something there's some serious pongs going on i also want to say i forgot i forgot what being in a very compact city was like like i used to live in new york so yeah. uh, here in la you just drive around and you don't really get to see it but i forgot what it was li- what it was like living like that because uh t- like there's certain classes of tourists and there's some tourists who either were never taught manners or just ignore manners. <laughs> and it doesn't matter where they're from. They're from all over the world. But there's the I'm walking, I'm walking, stop, look up, turn and like move it back in your you're like, what are you doing? There's the we're going to walk really, really, really slow tourists and take photos of everything. There's the tourists who, who stand in a big group in the middle of like wherever you, I just... I think I've decided that if I have to hate anyone after being in London, it's young, unsupervised French girls are literally the worst people on the planet. The French are everywhere Holy in London right now. It's mental. shit. I've never wanted to just... I don't purport to like violence mm-hmm. against other human beings, but if I could kick anyone in front of any vehicle... <laughs> underground or above ground it would be the groups of five to ten maybe tweenish french girls running around no parents no guard it's like god i hate you people not the french just french girls just stop just stop existing that's all i'm gonna say not a fan not a fan of them it was worse than dodger and aaron walking around london singing for hours on end it at least i was their supervisor so I kept them in check by telling them they sang awfully. Right. These girls had none of that. No, they would go up to the floating Yodas and like poke at him and stuff. And it's like, leave him alone. He's just a fucking floating Yoda. God damn it. It's <laughs> just literally, I just can't stand them. I can't, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, well. you know what I'm saying? French girls. <laughs> No. You know what I'm saying. Not, you no. know what I'm Talk saying, though, right? Not, not the, particularly. The floating, yo- the floating Yodas. There's so many floating people in London now. It's really that's weird. That's the new thing, apparently. It's Everyone's the like, new thing. Have you seen the floaters? I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, Hang that on sounds a like something else. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> but they're everywhere. There's uh, yeah. there's always... Are they just like like advertisement float? No, 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 no. No, they're people. They're it's it's. So imagine a Yoda, a person dressed up as Yoda... Floating in the air, holding a like big le- cane. Levitating. Yeah, levitating. like levitating in the air, holding a cane. And it's all that sort of thing where, like, in the robe is the rest of the cane that goes into, like, a contraption that's under the robe that makes it look like, you know, it's all weights and it makes them look like they're levitating. Like, there okay. are people dressed as statues. It's just, like, a cool trick, but they're everywhere. Like, it's the new yeah. standing still man, right? The guy who's okay. like, I'm a statue. It's the new version of that. Okay. It is... Well, that so sounds weird. really interesting. Uh, yeah, it's no. all it's all street performers. 
Yeah, so. everywhere. They were everywhere. Yeah. And you know, you know who wouldn't leave them alone? Little French girls. French they girls. Like, they love like, to poke a Yoda. Like the <laughs> pigeons. The pigeons <laughs> of London. Hashtag poke girls. my Yoda. <laughs> I'm just saying. Happens. Just saying. Nothing wrong with the French. Lovely people. But your, your <laughs> young women are the worst. <laughs> literally, the worst <laughs> literally the worst people on the planet. Oh, dear. Sorry. Sounds like a good time to take a break, frankly. Uh, when we come back, we'll be uh, dealing with what news there is. Not really a huge amount of it, as we've had a fairly uneventful month so far in gaming, which is probably for the best. Uh, we'll be right back after the break. You are watching the Co-Optional Podcast. Don't go anywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast. Uh, we have a silent dodger, because apparently this is like some crazy stuff going on. Oh my <laughs> god. Okay, we're gonna. So she's gonna mute the mic for the time being because apparently there's some horrible shit going on in her, <laughs> in her around her house. <laughs> Oops. Well, it happens. There's not much we can really do about that. All right, let's uh, move on to the news, of which there is actually so little. There is something I want to bring up, by the way, just before we kick off. So the free-to-play game Nosgoth, which a lot of us have played. And, I mean, I personally thought it was okay. I think Strippin liked it quite a lot as well, if I recall correctly. So a lot of people, a lot of us have played Nosgoth. They've uh, put out a pack that lets you get all of the current and future content, basically all for one price. And that's a free-to-play game. So it's one of those few games that have actually done the thing that people ask them to. Just like, for fuck's sake, we don't want to deal with your free-to-play model. Please just let us buy everything in one go. <laughs> so apparently they, they let you do that now, so... That's Thumbs cool. up to them for that. Don't know how much it costs. I, I had a I had a look earlier on Steam. I thought, hey, that sounds like something I'd probably buy because I think Nosgoth's kind of fun, but I can't find the price for it anywhere. So I'm not a hundred percent sure how much this thing actually costs. I would love to tell you, but I don't have a bloody clue at the moment. It's probably not cheap. I can't imagine it. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe they tried to price match Smite, which does it for like thirty dollars, which frankly is ludicrous. Like that's really cheap. Imagine if League of Legends let you have all the heroes for thirty dollars. They'd never in a million years. Yeah. Not a hope. But outside of that, they have done that, and I think that's uh, that's pretty cool because that game's actually all right. So that's nice. All right. Outside of that, let's uh, move on to whatever there is, which there really isn't a lot, honestly. There's not a huge amount going no. on, really. There's been no. in the UK, there's been a lot of people kind of, uh, the. I think a BBC radio station was talking again about age ratings. And, yes, you know, there's been some controversy, wasn't it? Um, supposedly some teachers have threatened to... Oh, this is, yeah, this is, it's in Cheshire. I'm going to talk about this tomorrow on Sky. Uh, Let's go. Basically, apparently, uh, <laughs> if in um, Cheshire, uh, teachers find out that you're letting your kids play uh, Grand Theft Auto, uh, they're going to call, uh, like, child services or the police on you as a parent. <laughs> Which, uh, if you're living in America, that sounds ridiculous, <laughs> but you have to bear in mind that... I, I, I w are they still using BBFC ratings? I haven't been there for a number of years. I know at one point they were using it's BBFC really... ratings, which are legally yeah. binding. Because when I worked at game, if I sold a yeah. BBFC rated game to a minor, I could be actually jailed for two years and fined. Yep. 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 I mean, it was funny, actually. I was in um, I was in CEX, which is like, do you have CEX in America? I don't know. If it's I know, but I know exactly what it is. It's Computer Exchange. It's a uh, dodgy se secondhand place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like full of like unruly teenagers. Yeah. And um, so it was actually quite interesting because normally I've been in there before 
where um, like a, a mum is with her really young kids. And I mean like talking like seven or eight and they want to buy Call of Duty. And the guy behind the counter was like, are you sure this is an 18 rated game? There's actually quite a graphic torture scene in it. Yes. And they're like, oh, no, 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 that's fine. And then when I was in there today, it was actually quite interesting. Um, a chap went in who was buying like a secondhand PS3. So he bought this PS3 and he's like mm -hmm. quite a toolkit, but he's obviously still quite young. Yeah. And then he came back and was trying to buy like, like Grand Theft Auto and Call of Duty. And the guy's like, I'm going to need to see some ID. Yeah, and he's like, well, he's like, well, I just bought this PS3. He's like, yeah, but that doesn't have an age rating. Like, no. This does have an age rating. I'm going to need to see some ID. And he's like, oh, but, you know, come on then. And, uh, you know, kind of this sort of chit chat. Yeah. And he's like, look, I, I basically I'll get jailed for two years and it's a five grand fine. Yep. Now, bearing in mind, anyone working at CEX is probably on minimum wage. That would be they more than all they would are. earn in I a worked year. at Game and we got 10p more than the minimum wage. It's like, it's ridiculous. But the best thing was, right, he went then went into the queue, like right in front. No, the best thing was, a guy came in right next to him and he was like, oh, mate, can you buy this? It's right in uh -huh. front like, of the counter. C can you buy this for me? And the dude's like, he works here. He's going to get two years and five grand. Yeah. Five, obviously not. He then went to the queue, which was just only just over there, right in front of everyone and went up to some guy with some money and was like, can you buy this for me? And he's like, I can see you yeah. right in front of me. I mean, at least have the decency to go outside and ask some weird drunk guy to do yeah. it. Yeah, not, not be a weird one. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. So age ratings in the US the uh, are not legally binding. Like they are, oh, they are right. there purely as a self-regulatory mechanism. Peggy ratings are legally binding. So mm. uh, it's a weird situation because if a kid buy, if a kid buys this stuff, it's not the kid doesn't get fined. The kid isn't held responsible. The retailer <laughs> is held responsible. Mm. So if the parents do it, then. You've got, you, you know, one, you think you'd hold the parents responsible, but simultaneously, pretty sure that doesn't work that way. I'm fairly sure there's no law that says you can't buy a, a game and then allow your kid to play it. I'm pretty sure that's not against the law. Only selling to a minor is. But I could yeah. be wrong because, I ha again, I worked at game seven, eight years ago. So um, well, I think they're working off the idea that it's a form of neglect. So you're a bad parent. So you'll which get is, done on that. Well, I mean, that, uh, which is bullshit, you know, because it's it's the parent. It's like the same, uh, you know, would they do the same thing with a violent movie? Probably not. I mean, it's th there's no law against allowing your parents. You know, the point is the parents are supposed to be able to make the choice. You know, they're supposed yeah. to be the guys who are, uh, as someone pointed out in the chat, curating for their kids. They make yeah. the call as to whether yeah. or not a, a their kid is mature enough to deal with something because some kids are and some kids yeah. aren't. Yeah, and no, absolutely. to me, that absolutely seems it should be on the parents. The fact that like the schools are getting involved, that is way, It's a bit of a weird thing. I mean, I do, I do find it a bit weird, you know, like if a kid's kind of like 14, 15, 16, and like, you know, there's certain levels of maturity. But like when a kid's like seven, you're like, I don't know. I don't know if it, it seems like too far away from the actual target audience. Sure. It doesn't seem quite appropriate. I don't think I'd be cool. I remember I saw my first 18 when I was seven and yeah. I was staying over at a friend's house and my mum had to come and get me because I was having nightmares. I'm not even kidding. It was, was so it? embarrassing. Oh, yeah. Which movie um, was it? Oh, God, it was Creepshow 2. It's just oh, some God. stupid hokey, right. like, yeah. because I had a really bad fear of water because my brothers tormented me so much as a uh -huh. child. And it was the thing in the lake, like the oil slick that mm. eats people. And yeah. Although I was really good at swimming at school because every time I got in the water, I just imagined that was chasing me. And I was like so one of the fastest the in my year. <laughs> yeah, but I'd get out at the end of the race and everyone would be like, why are you getting out of the water? And I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I won. Cool. I think to me, uh, like it seems like a way, a way over extension of loco parentis. 
Like, I yeah. think that is far beyond what a school should be doing. I, oh, I mean, absolutely. calling the parents, I think calling the parents is reasonable. Saying, look, like, your kid is, you know, say, is maybe, like, trying to act out scenes from this video game. It's violent or is maybe quoting sweary lines or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I could, yeah, sure. That's a discipline issue. But uh, policing what the kid does outside of the school is, frankly, none of the school's fucking business, as yeah, far no. as I'm concerned. That is... Yeah. That's a highly conservative I mean, way of looking at things. I mean, I think there is there is this kind of thing, I think, with video games. Like, if you've ever been around young children, they are just, oh, my God, they're just time stealers, right? You're like, cool, you like buy them like a DVD, and you're like, I'm going to get two hours break. No, you're not. You're going to put the DVD on, and in five minutes, they come in the room, and they want something. God, it's never ending, right? And then with the video game, they go away, and they stay away. It's like this magical they're, thing that parents Yeah, like, it's oh, allowing your PlayStation to be a parent, yeah. like it's a substitute yeah. parent. Yes. That There's yeah. definitely a lot of problems with that. I, I don't think it's a good way of parenting, but I still don't think it's got anything to do with the goddamn school. Anything. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, I absolutely agree. But it's also, it comes from a real ignorance about video games and sure, about, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's, oh, it's going to make people violent and uh, all this oh, sort of I mean, and Call of Duty in particular and, is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, like, most of the Call of Duty games, you shoot someone and money comes out of them. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, Call of Duty multiplayer is actually not really that violent. Like, it's comedically violent in many ways. The campaign, less so, but most of these guys aren't playing the campaign. They buy it for the multiplayer. Yep. And frankly, Absolutely. you know, it's it's none of the school's business what what these kids are doing. It's like I, I can only imagine what would have happened if they'd found out at thirteen that I played Doom. It's like, oh no, Doom and Quake. Oh, yeah, that was that was so graphic, so yeah. graphic. It's like it's, <laughs> all those pixelated. You know, blood. when it comes to my kid, I stick by age ratings, right? Like, I, I he gets to play games that are within his age rating, and I use age ratings the way that they're supposed to be used. So he mm. plays things like Gary's Mod. And he plays things like Minecraft and Terraria and stuff that's kind of and the Nintendo stuff, stuff that's suitable for him. But that's my business as a parent to decide yeah. what he can watch and what he can't watch. We've had him watch a movie that has been outside of his age rating before, and that's been fine. And then there's some movies like that he actually didn't want to watch because he literally yeah. says, I think this is too scary for me. You know, Aww. you'd be surprised how smart kids actually are, you know, when it comes to deciding what entertainment is actually suitable for them. I did kind of accident. My best mate's got three kids. I did accidentally when one of them was seven, like make him watch The Mummy because I was like, The Mummy, it's like funny. This, like, the Mummy's got some scary moments in it. Yeah. Oh my God, he nearly wet the bed. It was awful. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was just, and, and he like, stayed in my house and he was like crying. And I was oh, like, yeah. Oh God, I've broken your child. I'm really sorry. Don't, you can have don't him do back that. now. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> it seemed, you I know, know that, it's like... the term nanny state is used a lot when referring to the UK. Mm. And that's been a thing for a long time. This is an example of that, I think. Mm. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. And like, yeah, when I was a kid, there were definitely PG movies that gave me nightmares and PG-13 yeah. movies that I was totally fine sure. with. It like yeah. entirely depends on the kid and like knowing your kid yeah. and what you're willing to like kind of test and, the waters with, basically. And you're the one who knows your kid. You're the parents. <laughs> like it, the, the, the schools do not know your kid that well. You're in a class of 31. They may know some facts about your kid, but they're in no position whatsoever to be dictating what your kid does outside of the school grounds. None Absolutely. at all. If they bring yeah. that stuff into school and it causes a disciplinary problem, yeah, sure, you can discipline them then. But this is like, even like, this sounds like they were just talking about the game, which is, that's ludicrous. 
That is but then a... it's like, does that mean that then if they're going in and they're talking about Grand Theft Auto, they're like, right, quick, let's call up child services and uh, like, let's get if this. If they're fixed. actually doing that, then that's a massive overreach of power as far as I'm concerned. That is a huge abuse. Well, what would, like, I feel like if you work for child services also, you're going to be like, wait, like, so oh, please, what are you on. calling about? <laughs> <laughs> but but bear in mind, this Seriously. is child services in the UK. Like God knows. Yeah, what I guess I don't know. Anyway. I don't. I don't know what the difference is. They would have to basically follow through. Whatever. How, they have how, to go and check. I see. There's probably nothing happens. Go. But if if a parent actually ends up getting fined for this, I'm pr- again, I'm pretty sure that legislation regarding pe- uh, Peggy ratings does not extend that far. So they'd yeah. either have to change the law. In which case, that's going to be a huge stink for a lot of people. Because if it applies to video games, it's also going to apply to movies and music and everything else. Yeah. You know, which is, uh, you know, I mean, in the US in particular, they thoroughly rejected that. The Supreme Court rejected it. And I would hope the UK would do exactly the same thing. I would hope. Yeah. I mean, but it's, we also yeah. live in a world where Turkey's, um, what was it, um, the Agency for Family declared that Minecraft promoted violence and thus was banned. What? Yes. That's okay. We weren't they, allowed to read Harry Potter because it was witchcraft. about devils. Of yeah, the, dev- the devil's work. Witchcraft. Yeah. Also, Pokemon. Pokemon yes. was also about something. Someone demons. probably should mention these really? people that witchcraft isn't a real thing, but, you know, never mind. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. come on now, really. Can, can, we, can we can we get past believing that witches are real, please? Like, <laughs> yeah, we... just not. I when do you not go have to a private you. school for most of your life, <laughs> everything's real. <laughs> oh, really? I'm but very glad I did be... not then. A bit more progressive, being that they had like money or something. I don't know. Well, if it was like, a, if it was a religious private school, it's absolutely a religious not. Private school, oh, there yeah. you go. Uh, yeah. Okay, I understand. I'm, I'm glad I I'm glad I went to a to a non private school. <laughs> went a re- regular comprehensive like everybody else. Uh, you don't have to have that crushing guilt that just hangs over you and yeah. compacts you like a car. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You enjoyed something? <laughs> well, you better feel guilty about that. Like, well, <laughs> yeah. Well, Catholic school. Oh my. Jesse, you, you, I think you wanted to speak up on this issue. You were waving your hands around a little bit there. Two things. Okay. Ah, <clears throat> uh, here we go. I'm going to get a drink. <laughs> All right. First, first, mm. I looked up the Creepshow 2 description of what horrified <laughs> you as a child. <laughs> and I want to point out that it might be it, the best fucking thing I've ever read because here's what freaked you out. <clears throat> yeah. It looked a like black, a, a black, a uh, four <laughs> kids, four kids go out into the middle of, the, of this lake to basically yep. do it on a boat. Yes. And then a black slick of gr- oily, greasy stuff kills yes. two of them, and the other two who make it through the first night, they wake up the next day, and the boy, he basically sexually the boy her. starts ru- like fondling the other girl on the boat. Mind you, yeah. mere hours before two people have died. Starts following her, and then she gets pulled through the boat, and he jumps up and tries to swim to shore, and then the black blob thing, like a wave, kills him, and then it pans out and reveals a no swimming sign, which is flawless. <laughs> yeah. Flawless. Flawless victory right there. Flawless. Uh, oh second God. thing, back to the topic, I would simply say it is a parent's responsibility to watch their kids, not the government's, and not a teacher's, and not anyone else's, and the fact that a government has to do that. I think it's stupid and um, probably because a bunch of parents spoke up because they're too lazy to actually raise their kids and they'd rather blame someone else for their awful children than themselves. Well, I hope they enjoy yeah. fines and jail time then because that's going to come back to bite them in the ass. Yeah, I know. They're like, they're complaining. Um, they're the ones who are going to be held responsible for it. So yeah. it's probably a pretty bad idea. But you got to bear in mind, this is the UK government. This is the same place that put a opt-out porn filter over the entire fucking country. 
Yeah. Yep. Because that'll help. Yeah. No oh, female ejaculation, it? guys. Oh, no, yes. No, and no, ban no. things like female ejaculation and face sitting <laughs> in porn produced in the UK. Because really? apparently like, that's dangerous. Oh. Yeah. It's still it's my dangerous. favorite thing that we've covered. Well, I mean, it's a good job female ejaculation isn't real, right? Along with the female orgasm. So, you know, it's all really I know, fake it can just, anyway. Obviously. It can go like wrestling. You know, it's all yeah, yeah, wrestling, yeah. witchcraft, female orgasms. Female. Yeah. We'll just put it None in a box. None of them are real. <laughs> None of them. It's all completely was it? Was it? fictitious. Was it like That's how I thought you got to the female orgasm was through wrestling followed by witchcraft. That's how I thought you got there. I thought those were the steps. I really wish they were. Sometimes I think oh, it is. Oh, you have to do the minority report thing too, though. Oh yeah, the minority <laughs> report. <laughs> and then yeah, done, done. Gotcha. Swoosh. All right. Yeah. Now Amazing. it's all making sense. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, what were we talking about? I'm not. I, I, I think it was the juicy penis control, if I recall correctly. But it's, that'll be banned in the UK. That I can guarantee. <laughs> That ain't getting through the border. Oh, Absolutely God. not. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, God. Oh, some Polish guys sneaking in for me. Oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah, so that that issue is ridiculous. Um, let's hope they don't re-elect David Cameron, because <laughs> apparently he's a bit of a twat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, they've just kind of ruined politics in this country a little bit, but yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. Well, I mean. Oh, I watched. Oh, I watched your politics while I was there. It literally. Our politics are hilarious. At, we just jeer at people. Look at America great. and be like, "Man, we totally fucked up." And then I went to London for two weeks and was like, "Wow, <laughs> shit is crazy here." Do you yeah, like cameras? See, we way. got cameras. I feel that way about America because, like, in America, everyone's so opinionated. You're, not, you're oh, allowed yeah. to comment and opinionate on, like, you know, stuff that's going to the courts. Like, every, and everyone's yeah, like yeah. really shouty and opinionated. And whereas, like, because they got like, their information from fucking really... cable news that shows one of two extremes. That's the problem. Like, yeah. th this country is the most partisan nation I've ever seen. You are literally left or right, red or blue, and everyone hates moderates. Yeah, Everybody. If you try to be in any of the groups in between, then it's just like, why are you throwing away your vote, man? Yeah. Why are you <laughs> like throwing away your vote? It's like, why don't you have a strong opinion on something? It's like, because uh. Nothing, not everything's black and white. Maybe no, that reason. That makes me extremist. Uh, yeah, it's America. Let me. It's America. Things are black and white here. <laughs> don't want to spoil the game. That's, that's one of our problems. That's a big issue we have. Oh, dear. <laughs> Uh, all right. Yeah, so that sucks. Let's hope that doesn't continue. I'm trying to yeah. see if there's like any other interesting news, really. I mean, there's uh, Nintendo's being a pain in the ass again, as probably uh... most people realize. Yeah, so they've um, they there's a free fan project that was uh, that remastered the first level of uh, the N64 game, Super Mario 64. And it was called Super Mario 64 HD. He released it as a free download. And Nintendo's like, nope, nope, yeah, absolutely Nintendo's not. Yeah, breach of copyright. Uh, they have basically, uh, yeah, it's it's a full on takedown basically of it. Um, it's just so short sighted. Like, why would you like that? Like the way human beings work is, you know, we take what's gone before and we manipulate make, it and we change it, it and we get yeah. make something new, right? And all this idea of, you know, intellectual copyright and stopping people from being able to do that is going against naturally, inherently, what we as humans are supposed to do. Nothing's completely original or completely new. It's like, you know, say. <clears throat> 
you know, there was like a national anthem or a song or whatever. We would go and we'd take it and write rude words and lyrics that we'd sing Absolutely. in a tavern. You know what I mean? That's how it works. I mean, I just find it just so ironic, you know, especially people like, I don't know, like blooming Jay-Z or whatever, who moans about people. You know, he's from hip hop. The entire premise of hip hop music was taking something someone else had done and putting some other crap over the top. Yeah, of it, exactly. Right? Looping it and be- talking over it. <laughs> yeah, yes. That's the whole history of hip hop. You can't then be like, well, you can't use my song for that. It's like, <laughs> dude. Come on, man. Oh, he's made his money now, though. Did you see the Tidal thing that they were doing? Oh, my God. I, I had no idea what that Like, it said Tidal yeah. for everyone. I thought that people were campaigning for Tidal energy. I was like, wow, <laughs> that sounds like a great cause. And then there is right. some fucking rap thing. I'm like, oh, God. No, it's just they're just trying to find a way of uh, taking back power from Spotify by making their own kind of streaming service. So they basically trundled out all these, like, top uh, music artists. Because they don't think they're getting enough money from Spotify, basically. Oh, we're we're not quite millionaire enough yet. We need a bit more cash to throw on the bonfire to burn for heat. You you live in a fucking mansion. You're probably fine. But how can they how can they undercut Spotify without screwing somebody over? Well, like, yeah. If they're going to do the same price as Spotify, right? How are they going to do it? And then all the artists get more money. How, By, yeah, uh, where is that money going to come from? from exactly? You know, and why would people? I mean, the only way you kill Spotify is to have on mass people pull all that stuff from Spotify. I'm yeah. thankful that as a metal fan, all the metal labels are like, we don't give a fuck. We just want people to listen because that... the shows totally. and buy yeah, because we play live. That's how we make our fucking money. And they realize yeah. that like. Um, Yes, we'll buy we'll buy music when when we feel it's worthwhile. But for the most part, the way that these guys are making money now is through live shows, and these yeah. albums are making us go to those shows. I I found, uh, you know, back in the days of Napster, when I was first like oh. really learning about metal music, I have gone to so many concerts and bought so many albums as a direct result of Napster. It's just beyond belief. I my entire music life was Napster for years. And it's if just when I think about like the, the whole digital thing, like the move to digital, like if they like if you've got if you're a kid, right, and you've got 20 pounds or like 30 dollars or whatever a month to spend on music, you're not going to take a risk or a gamble on new music. On an album. Yeah. Right. Like you won't, because you, you're, I'll stick with Jay-Z or I'll stick with Beyonce or whatever it is, because it's a safe bet. I'm not going to risk it on this weird thing. And they, they kept the price so high because they wanted to keep the money. Whereas if they've been like, it's a digital copy, right? If it was like three quid an album, I wouldn't bother finding a torrent or going to do any of that stuff. Because you're like, you know what? It's less of a hassle. I'll just pay the money. I'm happy to pay the money. It's three quid. You're not losing anything. Mm. And in fact, then the money would be more evenly distributed anyway. Then everyone's getting a cut. But they're not but looking they for even distribution. Yeah. Are they? They're looking to get theirs. That's what. That's yes. their priority about it. And yeah, it's uh, obviously Spotify doesn't pay a lot, but it's paying royalties that are, I believe, lower than radio. But they are ultimately, you're still getting a ridiculous amount of exposure. But it really comes down to, as you said, like if if you want to convert customers, you've got to be reasonable about it. You've got to make sure that music is affordable. And music still isn't affordable. It's not. Even with iTunes, people are like, oh, yeah, music's totally affordable. No, it fucking isn't. It's pricey. Yeah, it's really, really expensive. What was really funny was I was watching a clip from this stupid video they made for this Tidal thing. And all they're all kind of standing there and it's all the like Madonna kissing Beyonce and, you know, Rihanna's there or whatever. And, you know, Beyonce's going on about like, you know, it's the fans and like they'll support us and blah, blah. And you're like, oh, my God, you're so bloody short sighted. No, it's not. People want cheap and they want ease of use. And they're not like your your diehard fans might subscribe. But let's be honest, that's a tiny percentage of who you sell your music to. Mm -hmm. You're going to have a sharp, sharp reality when this thing hits. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just not going to work. How can it work? Yeah. Crazy. Uh 
Well, I couldn't care less because if all they've got on that service is Madonna and fucking uh, Jay Z, it's like, yeah, I'll <laughs> stick to Spotify. They've got all the metal I could ever fucking ask for. Thank you very much, yeah. you know, yeah. because the metal labels are not that short sighted and they actually understand, you know, how the things work. Oh man, it's Spotify it... does need to uh, fill out their their K-pop genre a bit more though. Oh, I will really? say okay. that's probably a bunch a of licensing problems. K-pop than I would like. Yeah, I assume it's it's a licensing. <laughs> well, issue. The, the, uh, I mean, we've we've had the same issue with Korean like uh, Starcraft on TV and things. They're they're pretty shtickly about their licensing, so you've got to watch out for that. I imagine that's probably a cultural thing. Oh, yeah, it's a. Uh, uh, it's the, the, whole, the whole idea of like individual plays as someone pointed out accurately in the chat it's like look how can you compare Spotify plays to radio plays because a radio play you have no idea how many people it's, uh, it's actually yeah. going out to you have to guess and a Spotify yeah. play is just one play it's one person you know, it's and, easy to work out yeah yeah and then it's like oh well I don't make any money off Spotify yeah it's one listen from one person like, I mean, and the it, thing is if you find music that you like what do you do you tell your friends about it. You share your playlist with people. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah. it's just going out to, it's, it's, it's your calling card. It's like how YouTube is a shop window, you know. It's, that's how yeah. you're bringing people in. Mm -hmm. It's so short-sighted. It's ridiculous. Yes, yeah. I'm not sure how we got onto the music topic, but... Uh, oh, hey, sorry, that was probably uh, my fault. Oh, it's fine. Uh, it's interesting. Enough. Like, <laughs> there isn't really too much on the games front this week, but if you want to compare it to games, you compare it to the way Steam has been doing things. Like, they've made mm. gaming affordable. PC gaming is more affordable than console gaming, and it has been yep. for quite some time now because of things like Steam and because of the competition with Steam and things like the Humble Bundle. Go to the Humble Bundle right now, guys. Go check it out. It, there's a brand new Humble Bundle, and it's ridiculous what's in this fucking thing. Like, they've got amazing games they've got pixel piracy which is probably the worst game in there because like it's still not kind of finished but they have unepic which is a really good metroidvania super splatters which is a really fun physics-based game shadow warrior special edition fucking shadow warrior is amazing outlast torchlight 2 la milana and there's more games Ooh, coming torchlight. yeah love Ooh. my torchlight torchlight 2 is worth that whole bundle alone and that that bundle will cost you 10 bucks at most if you want shadow warrior and that makes it worthwhile by the way get shadow warrior it's so good and you get the soundtracks and you support charity Wow. This is why, you know, uh, this is why PC gaming is so fucking good because you can get stuff like this and you support the devs. They get a good chunk of change from a game that's kind of old and has kind of tailed off by now. Yeah. And you will get a, reasonable... But also, they're understanding digital distribution. They're not yeah. losing a physical anything. No, they're not. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're not losing. It's just all better. And it means that next time you'll be like, oh, it's those guys who made that game. I'll buy that game when it first yeah. comes out. Because That's I really like the last one. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. I think uh, yeah. Humble does a good job of promoting who the devs are and things like that. They even let you, like, mm -hmm. customize your, how much money you want to give to the devs versus charity and stuff like that. So that's great. And I think it is very important to promote who these developers are because, as you said, often it's when you pick up the game in the Humble Bundle that you'll then see the sequel come out and then you actually buy it on day one because you're like, these yeah. guys gave me a great I experience for next to nothing. The money I saved, I can now put in for a full price day one release. It's great. Absolutely. Absolutely. And also as well, just because there's so much content on there, like this is what's going to happen in the future. The same with like TV, the same with games, same with everything. You know, you're going to have to have more of this curation and stuff like that and trusting people and trusting the companies that you're buying these games to because there's just going to be so much. How yeah. else do you pick? How else do you narrow Bad. it down? If only there was a, a trustworthy curator on Steam <laughs> that you could sign up to. Ah, yeah, you should check out Dodger's anime bullshit list. Uh, segway, segway. On Steam. We need to get all three of us in the top ten. Uh, Jesse, you're on the top ten right now, right, on curators? 
if I recall correctly. I, oh, I don't think so. I haven't I think you done are. anything with that. Uh, you it, are number nine. You are above Yogg's cast by 20,000. You are below anime 1.0. That'll change too. Whoa, Dodger, you can't be getting beaten out by someone other anime person. Yeah, where, where's your person. list, Dodger? Anime 1.0? Fuck you! Well, here's the problem, is that a lot of the other anime Dodger's anime lists... bullshit's on page three. You're beating Bro Team, though. You're beating Bro Team by 200. There you go. A lot of the other anime curator lists are just like, do you want to know what all the anime games are? Here are all the anime games. And yeah. I try <laughs> to have my anime list be just like, here are games that I actually thought were good, <laughs> which is like <laughs> kind of rare, unfortunately. Well, that's, that's like, what the, I mean, time-consuming. it's different ways to look at curation. Like the, there are lists which are literally just here is a list of all the games with a female protagonist that has a use. And then there's yeah. people who are like, here are the good games with female protagonists in them. You know, that, yeah. and you can just curate however you want. And that's cool because you can just subscribe to whoever you think is good. So, you know, you could follow up Jesse if you wanted. I mean, you could do that. <laughs> well, that was a really big sale. You're like, yeah, you. Well, uh, I'm, I'm not his uh, fucking agent. If he wants to pay me 10%, <laughs> he's more than welcome to. But uh, if, uh, <laughs> he only needs about 5,000 people to pass anime 1.0. You know, so there you go. Mm -hmm. You want to go, go subscribe to the Cox list, folks. There you go. It is right there. And you could follow me, but you're all following me anyway. So it doesn't matter. You're already following me. Jesus Christ. I'll be up to 500,000 500, next month, guaranteed. Yeah. I, have I make no money whatsoever from my curation. It is completely useless. But never mind. Nah, but it's good though. I mean, you know, how else are people gonna? There's just mm. so much. I find there it completely is. overwhelming. Like so overwhelming. Well, that's and why you YouTube's useful. Like, because there's yeah. no website that can keep up with it. Because YouTube's everybody. You know, yeah. someone's gonna have looked at it. You know, I love, guaranteed. I love the fact that I love the fact that if you type something, you, someone has already typed it in before someone you. Someone has done it's it. Amazing. <laughs> someone's yeah. done it. Someone's made a video. It's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> someone's done the bloody thing. Uh, <laughs> at some point. Uh, they might not be trustworthy, but they'll show you gameplay. And that's kind of the main thing. They'll show you fucking gameplay. And really, that's all you need. You don't even need to listen to what they're saying. If you look at the gameplay and like, hey, this looks like something I dig, then cool. Mm. Right? That's all you need. It's, be yeah. it's better than waiting for the review that will never come. Because, I mean, I look at all of these games on the front page and like, how many of these are actually going to get covered by traditional games press? Probably not a probably damn one of them. Not mm -hmm. a single one, I would imagine. Maybe, well, dead or alive, because it's a major. Everything yeah. else on the front page, no one's going to look at it. Yeah. We might. Uh, journals just, you know, they love being between a rock and a hard place where they want to review stuff, but they're not allowed to review stuff because they gave away their, signed away their firstborn child to like Square Enix. Oh, yes, indeed. We, we were talking Seriously. about that before the show, This the lovely, like, lovely embargoes. Oh, my God. It's just, it's impossible. It's just impossible. So <clears throat> for any of you out there who don't know what happens, it's just, you're completely controlled in like what you say you have to i mean like i think one contract for square enix was 12 pages long i had to sign Jesus Christ. Uh, and you can't even read it because it's like well you better sign it or you can't play it it cuts into your yeah. eating time so you're just like whatever and pretty much i'm sure if i die they've got power of attorney over me and can take my first <laughs> child it's fine yeah. you know what it's yep. fine I didn't like him steven's a pain anyway um <laughs> but you know you're really stuck between a rock and a hard place because you know i think journalists get a lot of bad flack you know for this you know sure. this people seem to sort of think that it's them that want to be corrupted or something like that. But really, you're completely stuck. If you if you break the embargo or you go against anything in any way, you will, no, 
That's it, blacklisted. You're you done. won't get to review anything else. And you know that something's going to be terrible because they won't let you. The embargo will be right on the release day. Or, or like after that. it. You remember the, the Assassin's Creed it. Unity embargo that was 12 like, hours after launch? It's just, I mean, you, you're basically completely, you're completely screwed. There's nothing you can do. You're just stuck in this kind of weird limbo state where everybody hates you. <laughs> and there's like yeah. nothing you can do about it. It's a huge issue that needs to be addressed. And like in the current environment, we just can't talk about it because everyone's too busy at each other's fucking throats to actually talk about it. But it is a huge issue the way that publishers have basically complete control over who gains access to their product early. And even if anybody does. A recent example was MLB 15. They just didn't send out review copies. The excuse they made was that apparently this one mode, I think called Diamond Dynasty or whatever, the servers weren't up for it. So they're like, well, we're just not going to send copies out then because then you can't look at this. I was like, well, what about the rest of the fucking just, game? And more to the point, yeah. why didn't you bring the servers up so that reviewers could actually play it? And then, of yeah. course, you have the good old multiplayer preview events where everything works just fine, like Halo Master Chief Collection. Then the game comes out and the matchmaking doesn't work for anybody. And of course, nobody yeah. knew this. Because everything worked just fine. I mean, that, that game in particular caused a lot of uh, sites to change their review policy because mm -hmm. they said, we can't, in all good conscience, review the multiplayer if yep. these test servers that we get to play on at these controlled events don't represent mm -hmm. how the game's going to run when it goes live. And then, of course, yeah. we had the Shadow of Mordor bullshit on PC, where you literally could not get an early copy of the game unless you signed up to a YouTube brand deal, where you were not allowed to say anything negative about the game, and you were paid to do it, which means that your opinion is automatically biased and, frankly, not yeah. worth listening to. Yeah. That was it's lovely. Just, I mean, it's just ridiculous, really. And, you know, like, whatever, however you think about kind of journos or, like, you know, you guys who do stuff online, like, really, at the end of the day, right, we should all be pushing towards the future together. Like, mm -hmm. instead of all this kind of bitching and infighting that there seems to be going on, like, what's better and this and that, like, who gives a crap, right? You know, like, gaming's never going to move forward unless we can be, have, like, a united front. And the only way we can change these things, like these policies that these publishers have, is to all basically be like, well, screw you. We need to, like, put our foot down or do something because the problem is it was just going to keep going the way it's going because they've got too much money at stake. It's just it's just so blooming short-sighted anyway because again you're, you're it's like a false economy because they seem to just be solely only caring about that one release and they don't care about the next one where someone's like well I'm not going to buy that or pre-order it because you know what happened last time it's like yep. they're taking money away from oh, a future yeah. product they'd get it's it's so short-sighted people ridiculous. talk about the possibility of a new video game crash if that's going to happen it's going to come off the back of this it's going to be mm -hmm. too many triple A's releasing in incomplete states Yep. And if that keeps happening, that there are far too many publishers banking on pre-orders. That's yep. going to collapse first. And then yep. it'll be day one launch stuff, which means day one launch figures go through the fucking floor. And then God knows what happens then. Because if you have Square Enix coming out and saying that like five or six million copies of Tomb Raider is not enough, then I've got to wonder where, what, how much money did you spend on it? Like, it, it seems yeah. like we need to go, I mean, it's like video game opulence, right? The, the Order 1886 is a prime example of this. A, a game that was yeah. solely designed to impress via visuals. Like, where yeah. people spent years creating these amazing looking scenes that basically brought nothing to the game whatsoever and cost a fucking fortune, you know? Yeah. And we're, we're in this, game. we actually, what we need is indie game, what's the term? Uh, Greece has had a lot of it. Uh, austerity. 
We need video yep. game austerity where people go back to basics and say, yep. how many people do I really need? Do I really need this game to look as good as real life? What can I do with limited resources? What can And some companies are doing it. Ubisoft is starting to get the idea. Think about it. Last year, we had Child of Light and we had yep. Valiant Hearts come from yeah. Ubisoft. This is the same company, by the way, that's literally spent two years making the Notre Dame Cathedral. Like the the people that <laughs> yeah. the people that made that took two years to make it, and it's the most amazing thing in the universe, and it cost way too much fucking money. And yep. then they made two small games that were both very highly rated. I didn't personally like Child of Light, but Valiant yeah. Hearts won as award winning, and now they just got uh, Grow Home, which is even more basic. And Jesse, you have a comment. <laughs> here, here, uh, I can't ever say anything <laughs> good about Ubisoft. All right. Well, tough because you liked Valiant Hearts, so you have to say something I, I, good I about I love Valiant Hearts, but I know that they had very little to do with the actual getting well, that game done. But it was it was a small st- in. It, it was the same as but, Grow Home. It was a small team within the kind of Ubisoft framework. Yes, but 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 I think Child of Light. You can see what Ubisoft did to the game because oh well, they fucked the up the ending, didn't they? And the they game put microtransactions in it has. The game itself has multiple things in the game that hint at multiple endings, even an after the ending cutscene, and people spent hours. Even I did. I played the game a second time trying to find another ending. Only when an AMA yeah. came out did did the devs be like, "Yeah, no, we had to scrap the other four endings, so we didn't change anything in it. So it says you can get other endings, but you can't." That's like that is such a fucking Ubi's thing to do. Like it's yeah, it yeah. so stupid. So up. And you know that they came in and were like, we need the game now. After we did that hype video for E3 or whatever, we need it now. And so yeah. they just pushed it out the door. And that shit drives me crazy. Don't even yeah. get me started. But They're it's a, a step in the right direction, right? Because, again, Valiant Hearts was good. And by all accounts, Grow Home, I haven't played it. It's a platformer. I probably don't care. But by all accounts, Grow Home is good as well. And it was made on a shoestring budget by a tiny team. Even Blizzard gets it. Hearthstone is their most successful property in fucking years. It was made by like 10 people in Unity. And they're about to release a brand new expansion that's about to make them millions of dollars. It's gameplay. It's gameplay. It's king. The way I'm kind of thinking about it is like, it's like, I guess, how people used to spend money on music videos. Like in the 80s, you know, they'd spend like millions on like music videos and make them look really, really, really good. And then like as the money kind of became less and they're a bit like, actually, you know what? Maybe the actual music, here's a thought, could speak for itself. Maybe uh, I don't need to like helicopter. Yeah. Yeah, Like maybe actually the product is the thing <laughs> as Whoa. opposed to all the shiny stuff around Get out of here you're speaking crazy talk i know right <laughs> that sounds like communist talking uh, not, not okay with that absolutely not but i i do think we are entering a period of obviously indie growth particularly yep. on steam steam has given a lot of power to indies uh, even in early access which i don't approve of early access but you can't deny the success that early access has had oh, in many man. instances I don't want to disagree with you because I love indies, but I'm going to disagree in the fact that it's very good for some indies. Most indies disappear. Like Steam is very Steam good. Steam is still not good for, for They've improved visibility somewhat, you've got to admit, but they're still not there yet. I agree. Yeah, they improved visibility for, I mean, I would like to say that uh, YouTube and Twitch and things have done just as much to increase visibility of, of indie games as Steam has. Steam just sure. made it accessible to people to purchase them uh, yeah. and give them quick access to it. But other websites have done that for a while. But I think Steam is like a easier version of that. But with that said, like you mentioned at the very beginning, four games in a, today, 
and then like three yeah. games yesterday. Oversaturation. Most indie games are completely forgotten after a week, and a lot of people spend their life working on th- those things, and they're like, well, all right, I guess I'll go walk well, into the ocean now. I mean, like, there's, it's, it's, there's no <laughs> doubt that there's just there's a lot of indie games, and you can get lost, and even with as many curators and as many YouTubers and Twitch streamers, it's still like not possible, and it's especially difficult uh, if you're at the top of your game. And you're being thrown five games a day, which is mm-hmm. like what? And I mean, I'm coming up with formats that let me cover more games. We started a show that just covered trailers, and that actually helped sell games. Literally, all we did was talk over the trailer, and we had devs saying, thank you so much for the exposure. You actually sold us a bunch of copies. That's how bad it is. That's how this difficult is, this it can be. This whole idea of um, like recommendations. I used to work in this music shop. I used to live in Cambodia. Long story, another time. Okay. Anyway, um, but you know, we have like racks. I've got. This so came out of nowhere, but all right. Anyway, um, and uh, you know, had racks and racks of stuff, and literally just putting one up. Even not even you know. Sometimes in music shops, they'll sort of explain why an album's really really good. Yeah. Like, we wouldn't even do that. We would just say recommended, and we would sell. Four times, five times. We just put it on a particular rack. It's you like curated. the mentality of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But even we'd try it with really crap stuff just to see if it would still work. And it would still work. It's just that idea of taking something out. And you, it's more trusted than trusting sometimes your own judgment, you know, right. or yeah, I don't know, just You'd having someone kind of... you how far yeah. that extends. We, uh, on the way back from the surgeon today, we decided to drive into Zaxby's, which is... Uh, it's basically a chicken place. It's kind of okay, right. slightly more market oh, chicken Oh, man, place. I want chicken. Zaxby's. I was going to oh. say, chicken sounds oh, They make some good food. Oh, and so they, good even right they, now. they have, at the top, best sellers. Yeah. And I was listening to what was being ordered, because we had the windows open. It's a nice day. Almost yeah. everything that was being ordered was off the best sellers list at the top. Everything. Now, of course, we know better that the Zaxby's Club basket is, in fact, superior to the shit that they put at the top there. <laughs> but, you know, as everyone should know by now. But it was it was interesting to me just to see that all all that was really going on there was they literally put it at the top and said everyone else is buying this, and I wonder like on how- Steam how influential that is as well the top sellers list like how influential yeah. is that to getting well, people to buy more? Well, it's easier to go there. It doesn't yeah. take much to literally click one over and be like, here's the top seller. Ninety percent of Steam you have to search through shit. And people are lazy as fuck, and they're just like, mm-hmm. "This is what people are." All right, cool. Yep. I don't have to think. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, ever since Yelp came into my life, man, like I don't, I don't go to a place for a thing. I'm trying to figure out how to say this without it being words, super vague. Words, like words. words and words and words that don't actually mean anything. But if like, it doesn't have five stars, you don't go. Is that what you're saying? Basically, I don't get a bed for five stars. Yeah, I'm, the same, like, I'm the exact same. Yeah. It's actually and every kind of now scary because you every don't now try and then places. something will only have like three stars, and I'm like, "But why does it only have three stars? It's right there. I should mm. just try it." And sometimes I regret it, and sometimes I don't. It's just That's, like it's an interesting you know, idea, you isn't trust it? I mean, Yelp in particular, so I've got to watch out for because Yelp runs a racket, and more to the point, like people will literally one star because they had a bad day. You know, it's totally. Like got nothing to do with the quality of the food or anything like that. But but it's interesting, even like a three-star rating. I find the same thing. Like I find the fact that Polygon shat on Project Steam to be very interesting to me. Because that I want to know why. I'm very curious because there's a there's a divided opinion on that game, which actually makes me more interested in it, as opposed to something that has universal acclaim. I want to know. It's like, is this a diamond in the rough? Are Polygon just a bunch of idiots? Yes. But is the game any good? <laughs> you know, that's the question. Or if you're, you know, like me, you deliberately find the worst ones. Yes, there are, you, there are people like you. <laughs> yes. 
You exist. You keep yeah. Silver Dollar in business. Well done. I know. I'm like single-handed. I, sh- I should apologize Did to the world know? for that. Did you know <laughs> the second highest rated game of all time on Steam is by yeah. Silver Dollar? No. What One is Finger what is Death Punch. It is the oh, second highest rated my. game of all wow. time on Steam. I promote the shit out of One Finger Death Punch because it's incredible. You would have no idea that Silver Dollar made this game. It is one of the most fun games. I put it in my uh, top 10 of last year. It was that good. Wow. Oh my God, I need to play this. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's the best. Like It literally is two buttons of fury. Like It really is. <laughs> you feel like Bruce Lee playing that game. It's so good. <laughs> oh man um but yeah it's the second highest rate game on steam i think right oh. after portal i think if I recall wow correctly. yeah wow i just discovered that yesterday i discovered that they actually did get i don't know how you find it uh i accidentally <laughs> found it somehow uh, there is a list of they will re- they'll run down by uh overall user rating and yeah. that exists you can find that i just don't know where Ooh. it's somewhere but it's worth looking at because there's some really weird games in there that you wouldn't ever expect to be there. What are your top, like, most terrible games? Most terrible? Um, well, yeah. the, the ones that try to ruin my channel by copyright striking my videos are probably pretty high yeah. on that list. Guys of the Wolf and Gar- um, Day One <laughs> Gary's Incident, two games that are irredeemably fucking terrible and have <laughs> awful developers behind them that literally tried to censor my work. Yeah, probably them. Like, and I played some pretty bad stuff that's looked like really interesting and then has just yeah. been complete total garbage. Uh, but the thing is, I avoid a lot of it because I don't play, um, I don't play early access games anymore. So I avoid a lot of that. Okay. Of course, Bad Rats. Can't forget Bad Rats. They're making a sequel to that. That it yeah. should. Can someone call The Hague? Because that should be a war crime. Nope. That <laughs> is. I want this to be such a good game that you're like. I take back everything I... Look, (laughs) Bad Rats is a physics-based puzzle game where the physics engine doesn't work and you can do the same thing multiple times and get different results. It's fucking (laughs) terrible. Oh my God, that would drive me mad. Oh, it's it's (laughs) awful. It's awful. It's become a cult classic simply based on the fact that people buy this game en masse and gift it to people to piss them off. Literally. (laughs) People keep trying to send me Bad Rats. I already own Bad Rats, motherfuckers. I can't have more than one copy. Yeah, uh, here's here's the top 10 of rating on Steam. Someone just linked it to me. Portal 2, One Finger yeah. Death Punch, Crypt of the Necrodancer. That game's not even out yet. Elder Scrolls wow. 5 Skyrim, The Portal Bundle, The Original Counter-Strike, Euro Truck Simulator 2, Battle really? Block Theater, Kerbal Space Program, Portal, and Bastion. Wow. wow. That's actually like 11, I think. But I put Bastion in there because Bastion's amazing. Yeah, That's, those are it's yep. just like in there. Shout yeah. out there. to Lethal sure League there. being in the top twenty. Lethal League yeah. is Andy, great. Andy Man. That game is, is the great. best. Robot Roller Andy Derby Man. Disco Dodgeball is in the top twenty. I recommended the shit out of that game because it's great. It's a great game. Yeah, it's a fantastic game. Love it. Uh, there's, <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't think there's a single game on this entire list. Like the top twenty-five, every one of these games is great in their own way. Oh, like even like something like Bejeweled Three is great in its own way. You know. So that's a good list. Hell, that's better than my curator list. Go buy everything on that list. It's all good. <laughs> trust me. Oh, oh wow. Mark of the Ninja is 75% off. Buy Mark of the Ninja. That's so good. That's an incredible game. There you go. There's my recommendation. Yes, Dodger. 
I think we should do releases. Since I think we you're have right. Ten minutes left. Because you know what's going to happen, <laughs> oh, wow. don't you? We're not going to crack through this quickly enough, are we? We're going to go over again. We're going to go over again. Chat's yep. going to be like, oh. All right, Dodger. You are you. You're good at this. So begin. Let's go. All right. On the 31st, aka today, Axiom Verge comes out for PS4. It's a Metroidvania mm. game. Next. Never mind. All right. Story of Seasons for 3DS, which I think a lot of us were looking forward to. It is the spiritual successor to Harvest Moon. Yes. Next. Super excited. Tokiden Kiwami for Vita and PS4. Apparently pretty good. Better version of Tokiden, the demon hunter thingy that was on the Vita like last year and is now on PS4. It's like Monster Hunter with demons. Next. Perfect. Neverwinter for Xbox One. It's an MMO. Next. <laughs> MLB 15, the show for PS4, PS3, and Vita. They didn't send out review copies. Boycott it. Next. Love April this. 1st. Make it indie for PC. Uh, that's the first one I actually don't know anything about. Um, <laughs> uh, no, this is an indie game yeah, where you make an indie game. It looks really weird. It looks really weird. You attempt to survive seven days as an indie developer. <laughs> it looks really There's like weird. one of the screenshots is literally just a cat. Like, yeah, I just never make any sense. I don't even know what the images are for the game. I don't um, get it. Okay, th this I have over 30 minutes of HD videos that immerse the player in the life of an indie developer. It has I multiple endings. I feel like this is something I'm going to play for my YouTube series. I think you I have, have to. I have a serious, serious sense that this is going to fit into the crap category. There is literally a guy in a wife beater in his bed looking sad. Like, <laughs> win! Category indie win. game! The game! <laughs> oh my God. Okay, next. Uh, next is a game called Jacques Roque for PC. It's, uh, it's a very simple looking game. It might be a little old. It looks like Chip's Challenge. You solve mysteries. And puzzles, apparently. yes. As apparently yeah. a Lego character by the looks of it. Uh, next up is Wildlife Park for PC. It's about building a park which contains wildlife. Next. April 2nd. <laughs> Shutter for PC. Um, it's the ghost like, game. It's like uh, probably about photography in some frame, way. Fatal Frame, scary taking. Yeah, it's Fatal Frame esque. Yeah. Fatal Frame, but rubbish. Okay. Yeah. It, it actually doesn't look great. I gotta admit. <laughs> Next. Finding Teddy two for PC. Sorry, Teddy. Did you say? We did mm. indeed say Teddy. Okay, I heard something. There's a second game of Finding Teddy. It is a 2D action adventure game with pixel art retro finish, like all the others. Uh, help Tarrant <laughs> in a quest in which you will have to fight. Use your sense of direction. Oh, I'm not playing that. Oh, though. yeah, that's good. I'm yeah. boned. And hearing to hearing. So there's like, <laughs> that's it. Hey, I find that interesting. If they've actually got like a sound element to it, uh, that's really apparently there's a unique use of music with the musicom. I have no idea what that is, but I find it interesting. The first Finding Teddy was super good. Was like, it? Have you really, played it? Really, really fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right, Jesse well, played it too. I cool. got the recommendation from him. Nice. All right. Well, there you go. Finding Teddy too. Apparently, it's a thing. Cool. Next. Sorry, I, I got distracted by the next game. I'm trying to. Figure <laughs> it's what all is. good. Well, the next game is called Return Null Episode One for PC. I, I'm trying. Like, it's the concept's kind of cool, but the art style looks like it's point and click. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're going for, like, a graphic novel look with it, but, I like, it doesn't seem like they've got an artist who can maybe pull it off. That's, cool. so it definitely, it looks very indie. Uh, uh, but yeah. it's a distant dystopian society. So, that sounds, I mean, it could be yeah. good. The if you can get past the art cool, style. But, yeah. yeah. If you can get past the art style. Apparently there's a real-time gunplay mechanic in it, which is really unusual for a point-and-click. Interesting. Oh, almost sounds like Beneath the Steel Sky, actually, in some ways, if you want yeah. to go back that far. Huh. Intriguing. Yeah. All right. 
Next up is Out There Omega Edition for PC. Yeah, that's a, it's kind of like FTL, but with basically no combat in it and mostly focused on exploration. I played it on iOS. Uh, this version's apparently better, but I was not hugely engaged by it, I have to admit. So we'll see if the Omega Edition is better. Interesting. Uh, next up is Angry Video Game Nerd Adventures for Wii U. I played that. It's frustrating as fuck. Oh my god. That is an evil, <laughs> evil video game. They deliberately made it to be hard enough to make you swear. It is evil. <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next up is Underground for Wii U. Yeah. Some, some Wii U games. It's nice. I don't yeah, know what that is. Games, yeah. uh, Can anyone find look, it? That's too, looks okay. It's a kind of generic name. Uh, underground yeah. Wii U. Art style wise, it looks alright. Not, not knit underground. It's something else completely different. It's not particularly well rated. It appears to be. What the? It's... That is a very weird game description. It starts with surgical doctors and training residents all around the world have access to various box trainers and virtual reality simulators to train and maintain the laparoscopic skill set. What? I, I have a feeling what? this has nothing to do with the game at all. It's a puzzle game. You know game. what? Let's no, move it's, on. It, it's apparently got surgery in it. No, I'm it deadly. It sounds like it's, it's holding text for something else and they just forgot to change it. Really it really does, but apparently <laughs> it's actually like... What? This makes no sense. Like, I, <laughs> this looks like... This is not... A, I, I kind of want to play it now that it sounds like it doesn't make any sense. Oh, it's intrigued I'm, me. This, I actually think Metacritic has gone wrong here. I literally do. Like, I think there are reviews here that are talking about something completely different. Hmm. Like a different game entirely, you but think? Then, but they're not. <laughs> so no, weird. no, no, they're not. It's, it's right. It's actually a puzzle game that was developed originally as a method for surgeons to practice laparoscopic skills outside of regular simulators. And it's what? a puzzle game. That is wow. really weird. And cool. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, that I thought that was an error, but that's actually the video game. All right. Okay. Uh, let's move on before we get too confused. <laughs> All right. April 3rd, Crazy Steam Bros 2 for PC comes out. I wasn't aware there was a Crazy Steam, Steam Bros, Bros Crazy one. Steam Bros 2. But apparently we're doing Steam stuff. It is a side-scrolling shooter in which you are in what appears to be a British flying thing with wings and there are people in top hats. It's kind of a steampunk. And a pink helicopter, it looks like. Indeed. There's a, mm. It's a steampunk uh, two-player shooter, basically. <laughs> Interesting. There's a giant digging machine in it. Perfect. Next game is called Reverse Side for PC. Reverse Side. There's a demo for mm. that. Immerse yourself in the strange and unpredictable world on the other side of the moon. It's, ve it's very, very Russian. I think we saw this before and it actually looked really like graphically impressive. Right, very, very impressive looking mm. game. Probably horror. Yeah, it's like Soul Survivor. It seems to be you must find resources to build equipment, adapt, improvise, and survive. It seems like some kind of survival horror thing in space. But it looks impressive. Mm. Cool. Sounds cool. April 6th, we've got Fallen A2P Protocol for PC. That's a terrible name for a video game. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, This is an early access release. It is a post-apocalyptic turn-based combat strategy game where you lead your caravan on a quest for personal vengeance. <laughs> so no. you leave your caravan? You, you lead your caravan. Oh, sorry. I was I like, have you a, leave your caravan. I, I have sorry, a feeling caravan, that this is something... See well, ya. Yeah. 
so the car the caravan's sister was murdered and the caravan goes on a quest for vengeance yeah. <laughs> yes perfect good it's like the hills have eyes but absolutely <laughs> all right next and finally we have hover revolt of gamers for pc i just tried to i've been staring at this trying to figure out like terrible name it's apparently the spiritual successor to um jet set radio by it's got <laughs> some of the original developers in it hmm, i can't tell if i like it or not i think actually i, I might can't. be completely wrong there I thought it had some of the original developers in it. It looks... It, it's back now. Don't worry about it. Uh, God damn it. I fucked up. <laughs> I was almost certain that it had one of them in there, but I could be wrong. But yeah, this is going to early access. It looks... It's very bright and colorful. It's very Jet Set Radio Futuresque. It's a bit Mirror's Edge as well. I don't know that it's bright and colorful. I keep looking at it. Me? I like, look at the screenshots. It's bright and colorful as shit. The, the characters... The characters have like, I got green hair and I'm wearing an orange hoodie, but then the background is like... Various tones of gray with little things mixed into it. I keep look. I'm looking at all their things on the website. Uh, well, why why look at the Steam screenshots? They're very colorful. I'm on their uh, Facebook page right now, looking at all their stuff, and it's like, eh. I can't I can't okay. tell if I like it or well, not. Well, I mean, you might be colorblind. Just want to point that out because these screenshots on the Steam page are colorful as hell. <sighs> yep. Uh, no. Also, uh, not on the release list, but actually coming out in the next two days, War for the Overworld. Full disclosure, yep. I believe there is a cynical imp in that game, and I did help promote its Kickstarter. But, yeah. It is yeah. a fun game. Yeah, I, I, the embargo just lifted on the final code, so I think that's what I'm going to be playing today before I get my copy of uh, Legacy of the Void, which better arrive soon. Full disclosure, they gave me a t-shirt at Res, and I wore the t-shirt. You wore the t-shirt. <laughs> you, you, you are a corrupt, nepotistic hack. Full disclosure. <laughs> that's that's also are. the game, if you remember... A like six year old girl did better than Destroyed me. Destroyed you at it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She sat down and was like, "I don't need a tutorial." It's like, "All right." <laughs> Okay. That's the next generation of fantastic gamers, folks. And that pretty much brings us to the end of the show. So this is the time where we relentlessly plug you, which actually mm -hmm. that sounds filthy. Let's not do that. It we does sound a little yeah. bit filthy. Yeah, maybe after what we've context. spoken about, maybe I shouldn't be saying that. Yeah, we will <laughs> relentlessly tell you where to find us and where to give us the pitiful amount of ad revenue that uh, YouTube is currently offering. So why don't we start with our guest, Julia Hardy. Where do you find your stuff? Bearing in mind you do a lot, so... Okay, uh, so uh, my I'll play any crap series is on YouTube. So it's just youtube.com forward slash it's Julia Hardy. Uh, I do a blog called Misogyny Monday. So it's just Tumblr, you know, one of those mm -hmm. misogyny, Monday, Tumblr, whatever. Oh, I thought I don't you were being misogynistic. I was yeah, like, it's, it's when Monday on. you get super yeah. misogynistic. <laughs> I'm such a bitch. Um, no, and so <laughs> I take like some of the uh, the worst comments that I've had yeah. online. And I just I just say really smart ass replies basically good way to do it because like, when you well you know when you first start like you get really angry and then everyone's like don't feed the trolls and then i was like didn't say anything for ages and i was like great my superpower as a woman is being quiet this is that is a fantastic <laughs> way of hearing it that's you i, I agree don't Everyone says don't feed the trolls. You feed them a big bag of dicks right <laughs> in their butt <laughs> feed them feed them right in the butt so uh, one guy, when I was doing the Call of Duty EU Championships, uh, tweeted me and said, oh, I'd finger fuck, uh, I'd, I'd like to finger fuck you or something. And then I said, why does your penis not work? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good one. Good. Nice. Yeah. There's a lot. If you Good go work. Dog, just a smart ass, which, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, so at least he made his intentions known beforehand. It's like, I'd like to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of the time they're just they're actually genuinely just trying Excuse to chat. Me, lovely lady. It's weird. It's, 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 really it's a really weird. bad way of doing it, isn't it? Let's yeah. be honest. Like there are yeah. there are much better ways. Like 
it's present evidence. Like, present uh, a compelling uh, what, argument. Wait, what? What? Present, present evidence. evidence that you would like to finger fuck me. Present, I would like to present a compelling <laughs> argument. You know, you've got to be persuasive <laughs> when it comes to this kind of stuff. Documents. Yeah, yeah. Here's Give my credentials. Yeah. I have here a signed affidavit <laughs> that indicates <laughs> my oh, desire. There's an episode of uh, American Dad like that. I yeah. have not seen yes. that, but I want to now. Um, there was it's one guy great. who was like, uh, I've got the perfect thing to put in that mouth, lol. And I said, is it cake? Because if it's your penis, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> it better be fucking what? cake. Like, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. he meant cake. Look, yeah. <laughs> Naturally, that's where my mind Which goes to I mean. first. Yeah. <laughs> this is so, probably yeah, why these bad. people like, are single. <laughs> it really, that literally is on the level of a baby you want some fuck, really. Let's be honest. <laughs> pretty, yeah. pretty much, pretty that's much. Pathetic. Yeah. It's just like a really weird. Like I can understand if it was like more hateful, but actually, it's just they're like, oh hi, and you're like, this is how you talk. Like you're trying <laughs> to chat this, me up. You're this trying is to how you approach like women. You. This is probably like, why you don't have any in your life. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. It's so weird. Yeah, so yes. that's what I do most They're of the time. They're also probably very young boys, which makes it even creepier. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. So, oh, God. Quote from chat. TB's basically being bioware now is by saying, present some evidence you want the sex. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> here are some 50-point gifts here. <laughs> Take this so I can touch your boobs, please. <laughs> please, just if I give you enough of these, do boobs happen? I don't know. Like, if I give you when, this really big thing, when do we do start the cutscene? Or... How yeah. many points do I need for cuddly woodlies? <laughs> 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 That's the last time you'll ever hear me say that. All right, cool. Uh, right, excellent. I actually now can't remember if you even told us where to find you. Uh, yes, I did. YouTube uh, forward slash It's Julia Hardy. Actually, go. that's all my tags anyway. It's just It's Julia Hardy if you want to find me. Unified Branding. There you go. Yay. Everyone loves the Unified Branding. Yep. Her address has been on the screen for the last three hours. So if you haven't gone to subscribe <laughs> to her yet, you should probably go do that right now. YouTube.com slash It's Julia Hardy. Jesse, you're back in the US. What's going up on the channel? My goodness, work is what's going to happen. Work, I'm going to actually work. start working again. Yes, and you so YouTube.com slash Jesse Cox to see me work. See me work it, ladies. Is it work with an E? Inappropriate. Like, like work, like work. Is it work with an E? You know, like work or work. Which one of those is the sexual innuendo? Because that's the one. The E. The E. The E one. That's when you get your ass out. Maybe. The Let's E see is it. for E peen. <laughs> really? I've never heard of that before, but now I want to just always that. spell work that way. Uh, <laughs> work. And just, yeah. <laughs> work it. Okay. And then, work. um,. I am on the Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash And then you can follow me on the Twitter at Jesse Cox, where I say awesome things like, fuck me, I dropped my phone in the toilet. That happened yesterday. So I don't have a phone now. <laughs> Jackass. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to get into the details, but it was my phone was brown. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to let you think about that one. And, uh, and now away. we can call him Mr. Brown Phone. Away. There you go. And uh, yeah, that's so a that's, guns. Uh, that's a Guns and Roses reference. That is. That's what happened to me. Brown phone, <laughs> Mr. Brown phone. <laughs> yeah, indeed. <laughs> da 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 da, Mr. Brown phone. That classic song. Indeed, that classic song, Mr. Brown phone. <laughs> Axel Rose. That's it. That's where you can find me, person. and I'll be making the videos. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. Apparently, Twitch is dying right now. There's nothing we can do about that. Thankfully, it happened at the end of the show. It's okay. Dodger, what do you got coming up? Hello, everybody. 
Um, I do anime bullshit. If that sounds you like do. your jam, come check me out. YouTube.com slash press start to continue. Uh, we are touching the the second cat boy butt on Dandelion. Me and okay. Fry have started in on that again. So Important. if you were into the bunny butt we touched, maybe you like the cat butt we're touching now. <laughs> um, I, uh, You've got to do the host some- thing. you got to do the Tokyo host thing. Yeah, Tokyo that's what Hosto. I was just about to say. I I think I'm so probably going to play some Tokyo Hosto <laughs> since that it's looks so like a gem, <laughs> like a gem that just needs to be like just dusted and then shine <laughs> for itself. Um, yeah, so <laughs> youtube.com slash first to continue for all that. If you like streams, I do some streams, twitch.tv slash dexterity bonus. Oh, really and on all don't. the social medias, I'm at dexbonus, D-E-X-B-O-N-U-S. TB has shown up to watch my stream for the I last, watch- like, four Saturdays. I have. So- I, 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 lit- I sit there watching you heal because it's, like, therapeutic to me. It's just... <laughs> It's like the, all these streams are so angry. It's just I have you in the background just healing yeah. away. It's like, oh, it's just and like a Zen garden of like, the mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then I laugh at you when you fall off and die. But, you know, well, there's there that, you too. There, there is I that provide, aspect. I provide all the comedy relief you could ever need. Indeed. Can we uh, continue the counter, no. by the way? Uh, it has been over three weeks since I suggested uh, Hotline Miami 2 swearing supercut. It has not happened yet. It has not Dodger happened clearly yet. doesn't right. like money. Just want to keep that bit in mind. There you go. Fair facts. Uh, okay, my channel this week. There will be things, no doubt. Um, I have a, I have a huge list of stuff. War for the Overworld is on the list. Convoy is on the list. Battle Law Command literally just released five minutes ago, so there's another game on the list. The Spatials, Bloodsport TV, Adventure Capitalist, all this stuff I will probably not look at. But you know, I'll try. <laughs> I will. I will make an effort to. I will make an effort to. I'll probably never get to Ori in the Blind Forest either. Um, I can say that I'm getting access to Killing Floor two within the next few days. I'm supposed to be the first YouTuber to actually like be able to put out video on it. I know PC oh. Gamer's already done, but mine will be better because I can guarantee wow. that PC Gamer is terrible at video games. So I will be much much wow. better. So we we will see. Uh, but yeah, I'll be looking into that. Uh, I might play some Nosgoth actually, considering they've done this thing here. That sounds like a good idea. And, of course, Legacy of the Void is supposed to be... The beta is supposed to be coming out today. Some people are already playing it. Uh, when I get it, I will stream it. I can guarantee. And in one week's time, that being Wednesday the 8th of April, Clan Wars 2 releases. So that's my that's my brand new tournament series. It's going to be going on all year over at mlg.tv slash totalbiscuit. You'll be able to watch that at 8 p.m. Eastern. The inaugural match is Yo Flash Wars versus Prime. It's going to be fantastic. So please do tune into that. That would mean a great deal. And hopefully you will enjoy that. If you like some StarCraft action, there will be more StarCraft action on the channel that I can pretty much guarantee. And I'd like to point out our favorite friend of the show, Mr. Miracle of Sound, has just released his brand new metal album. You can find it. You can listen to it. You can download it. If you can, it's like the A team. If you can find it, find it. and yes. you can listen, you can to, listen it. to it, <laughs> maybe you then can you buy. can have it. Probably maybe you can buy <laughs> Metal Up by Miracle of Sound, which is currently out on miracleofsound.bandcamp.com. So that's his new metal album. You can pick it up if you so desire, and it also lets, lets you listen to all the tracks for free if you wish to have a little bit of a taste. So that's all available. And I th- the only other thing that I do need to remember, I believe on, I'm going to have to double check this, on April the 4th, I'm streaming, oh, I actually can't say that because I'm pretty sure they haven't said that they're releasing that yet. I am streaming a video game 
ongog.com. Oh, wow. Go on, oh, they, yes. never mind. They just released we it. Fuck it. I can say it. They just brought it out yeah. five minutes ago. Act of War Gold Edition. 2005, really. I was talking about Act of War earlier and Act of Aggression. That's just been brought out on GOG.com. I'm going to be streaming that in a few days on GOG.com. So, because that game is really fun. So, we're going to be doing that. And that pretty much wraps me up, I think, and everybody else for that matter, on this episode of the Corruptional Podcast, which overran and started early. What a rare feat for both of us. There we go. <laughs> Thank you to everyone, of course, who tuned into the show today. Big thanks to our special guest, Julia Hardy. Please do go follow her on Twitter. Please do go and subscribe to her on YouTube. Please do not become a subject of Misogyny Mondays. Otherwise, <laughs> I will right. make it my personal mission to laugh at you. And that's how it's going to be. <laughs> Thank you very much will. for watching, folks. And we will see you next time. Good night. Bye-bye.